What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Well, welcome to another episode of What's Next. Uh, this week will be an interesting episode. This is the first one where I'm going to actually do a co-collaboration. I don't even know if that's what you call it, co-collaboration. It's not even a right <laughs> word, but I made it up, I guess. Whatever. Uh, I have a guest on with me today. Uh, not really a guest. He's a uh, co-podcaster. Uh, I'm going to start making up my own terms. I don't even know if that's right. Uh, but he has his own podcast series. Um, we just talked about that. Um, but his own podcast series, so... Paul uh, DeLeon, I say his name probably wrong, I'll let him correct that, but Paul, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. I I usually don't get my last name out on the podcast because I want people to look me up, but you just did. So that's good, (laughs) co-collaborator. So uh, that'll probably be edited out. (laughs) Good to be here. It's finally time that we got together, so looking forward to it. Yeah, well, well, welcome, Paul. I know that, uh, so on my show, normally, it's very serious, and uh, we just finished the series series. Um, talking about my dad, it was kind of a touchy, touchy series, hard to get through, um, but uh, I was glad we were able to get through it and the subject of suicide and all that, so it was more of the heavy, heavy stuff, but uh, this episode's going to be a little lighter. Uh, so it could get serious, we don't know. <laughs> it might, it's possible, um, but uh, we'll, we're going to start it off a little light, I know one of the first subjects that we were going to talk about that's on both of our mind, that should be on everybody's mind um, this weekend, uh, was uh, Endgame, uh, yes. the Avengers movie, so... Uh, with, first, we'll talk about some of our personal experiences in the theater, and then we'll kind of go on to our takes from the movie. So, uh, Paul, I hear you had an interesting experience today. The second experience. But before we start talking anything about Endgame, because I'm so spiritual about this, I have to say spoiler warnings. Mm. Now, if you haven't seen it by now, I'm not sure when this podcast episode is going to go out, but you should have seen it by now. But even with that being said, spoiler-heavy discussion, because... Depending on where this conversation goes, we will be sharing some of our thoughts about true events that happened in the film. So just keep that in mind. I just want to give that little kind of um, warning out to those who may be listening. So <laughs> yes, yes. But um, yeah, I saw the movie, and I think you did the same thing. I saw the movie solo on opening night, Thursday night, yeah, by myself. Late showing, about ten thirty is when it starts. So I didn't get out to the f- movies until about one forty-five a.m. Um, but I'm glad I did that because, as you mentioned, today's experience (laughs) i had second to the last row because everything was sold out and i took the whole family but we got placed in front of how do i do this um (laughs) politically correct there was just a disturbing um an interrupting lady (laughs) of certain shape and size behind us robust robust that just continued to commentary all the mo- all the moments of the movie, and I knew we were in trouble because she was like losing her mind laughing during just the previews. <laughs> they showed the Men in Black International preview, and she was laughing hysterically like it was bridesmaids. And that's, that's not that good of a preview. It's not that good of a preview. Like just little aliens running around. She was laughing, and oh, so no. she was talking through the entire film. Now she finally shut up towards the more serious parts, but and her stomach was. <laughs> I'm not a guy that makes fun of people's shapes and sizes. Of course not. No. When she got up, so 
often her belly was big enough to rock my chair that I was sitting in. So I did at one point say, Jesus Christ, really loud. <laughs> but she, I don't think she got the hint. But um, it didn't take away. Now, if that had been the first time I saw the movie, I'd probably be in a really bad mood right now. But thankfully, I took the time on Thursday. But yeah. This uh, is why you, you got to see a movie, especially of this caliber, twice. Plan yeah, ahead. Right. See it twice. Definitely. Especially this one. Three hours, eight minutes. So layered. So many different things to see and understand. And so the second viewing, especially back-to-back, was really helpful for me to kind of get some pieces. <laughs> a lady tried to ruin my joy. but um, uh, I, I had a, a, I don't know, I, I a similar experience of annoyance. Um, except for mine was my own fault, uh, self-inflicted. I decided to take my eight-year-old daughter to see the movie. And uh, she had no interest whatsoever uh, until the very end in telling me, in-game, because, and here's a major spoiler... Uh, because somebody, I'll just say somebody dies. Uh, and she was like, because he died, that's the end game. I was like, not exactly, but I guess you're right. Um, that was a point she took away Did your from kids it. have to go to the bathroom a lot? No bathroom. No bathroom for no mine bathroom either. Breaks. I was surprised. But kicking chairs, uh, the lady next to her was getting pissed off, which uh-huh. was yelling loud. She did some of the, oh my God. <laughs> um, I did see, uh, I did happen to, I don't like to be that guy. You ever know, like, when you are when you watch a movie, you look at other people to see how they react? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Mm. But the lady next to me was crying like I was at a funeral. Mm. She was shaking, convulsing, You kind of were at a funeral, actually, and, in the movie. Uh, Well, you know, you're right. You're there right. It's funeral. true. It's true. So, no disrespect to that. It was There were some sad moments, um, but tears were flowing. Yeah. See, my son in Captain Marvel, he's nine years old, he went to the restroom three times, and that movie's only... What, an hour and a half? So I was oh, freaking oh, oh. out. But he sat the whole time. Now he got a little anxious and kind of moving around a little bit during some of the, the heavier dialogue part of the first part. But he stuck through the whole three hours without moving. So <laughs> that was an extra little blessing. So I guess uh, we can get into, sure. I guess, now that we've we kind of talked about some of our experiences. There was <clears> a, a lot more. There's always the fun moviegoers. And uh, so sometimes if you can, try to watch it at home. But something like this. I mean, you got to see the first run. So we'll watch it at home again, I'm sure, yeah. 15 times. Um, but uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of kind of what our thoughts are. So um, going with the whole MCU and the, from then till now and kind of our take on the film and what, uh, I guess, what we saw. Yeah. Well, I'll go first. Um, yeah. The thing about it. the MCU, and most people are turned off just because it's superhero. So a lot of people think it's just, oh, there's guys that can fly around and throw hammers and this and that, and so it's silly. It kind of is. Kind of, It kind of is if you just take it at that. But the part that's amazing and so enticing for me with the MCU is that what they've done in just over 11 years with 22 films and probably 10 to 14 characters intertwined with this overarching story that's all connected. And to give you a reference point... James Bonds, he's had about 25 films made, but it's taken them 50 years to do that. that. (laughs) MCU's done this in 11 years. And although I have some of the weaker individual films that are probably in the lower um, totem totem pole, sorry. um, (laughs) New word, totem pole. The totem pole. When you look at the over, what they've done with the characters, how it's all been meshed together, it's basically one film over 22 broken up. That's the part of the MCU beyond just my own fanboy part. That should be interesting to any cinematography, any cinema fan, film history. This is film history, so that's where this starts for me. I don't just look at, oh, yeah. I like Iron Man suit or I like Captain Shield. Those are cool things, but if people could just step back and understand what the Russo brothers have done overall with this story, 
it's it'll never be. I don't know if it'll ever be repeated because it was, it's it was just done amazing. Really well. I I don't know that anything. Uh, maybe second to it now might be Star Wars and their saga. But again, and how like you said, how long the 70s. it took. Right. Yeah, it goes back to then, and they're just now going to film the last film. Right. So how long they took to get to their end, Yeah. and these guys did it in such a short time. Exactly. Phenom- they phenomenal. They didn't jump ahead. They didn't cut corners. Now, again, I'll have some, like Thor Dark, Dark World um, is one of my least favorite Marvel films, but it's still a film I sure. enjoy. So there are still some films that didn't hit as well as the other ones did. But when you just step back and just look at it with just what they've done with the storytelling, the writing, the character building. And so for people who haven't experienced this overall story, they're really missing out. And just to just dismiss it as it's just superheroes, to me, that's that's my whole soapbox moment. Because a lot of people that push back are people who are just say, I don't want to see somebody flying around or these superhero powers. It's a big, this is for film history. It's bigger than that. It's yeah. bigger than that. Yeah, I, th- I thought the same thing. I thought... Uh... And I, we'll see how much we agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to agree on a lot of this stuff. Um, I don't know if this will be one. I'll, I'll preface this to say this. I'm not one of those guys that looks for, i got to have banter. i got to disagree with you to keep it going. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen on this podcast. If I agree, I'll agree. If I disagree, I'll disagree. But I'm not ever going to defend a point just for the <laughs> sake of making good conversation. I don't do that. So, um, But I would say, though, that I agree. I agree completely. Like it, uh, Just amazing the way the storylines follow. Like I even went back and rewatched, uh, after I've seen it, I just watched Iron Man again today and just how they like, just even the little things like I saw today where they take the chess piece out and she gives it back to him and proof that he has a heart. And they even, even something small like that, they close that out in the end. Like they they reference so much back. Um, I, I just researched again, spoiler alert, but just how even in the funeral segment where they bring a character back, that nobody even knows. You kind of have to research to go, who is that guy in the mm-hmm. funeral? And you go back, oh my gosh, he was part of uh, Iron Man 3, Iron Man so 3. had a big role in it. And so they, they kind of paid homage to everything, even to the end credit, yeah. or end credit uh, audio clip. Yeah. Um, was just like, just, this is so well done. Um, so I thought it I thought it was fantastic. So. Yeah, that's one of the richer parts of these Marvel films, the callbacks that they do. They'll take you out, and, and Endgame was filled with them across the board. Not just only in the, the time travel portion of this film, but the fact that all the Captain America stuff and some of the, the interactions he had with Bucky where he was saying, how am I going to be stupid? You're taking all the stupid with you. That goes all the way back from First Avenger. Sure does. That I can do this all day. That's a callback to First Avenger and Civil War when he fought Iron Man. So all those little tiny nuggets that we don't really necessarily need to make the film good, it's just like that little reward we get for those who have stayed with this whole entire journey. So that's the payoff you get. If you went to see Endgame without seeing anything else, I think you could enjoy the film for what it is, but the payoff really in this film is for those who have been on this journey since 2008. But I think also from the fanboy standpoint, and, and this will be just me kind of knowing you personally for a lot of years, mm-hmm. uh, from the standpoint of going into it, you kind of have your favorite, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, I remember for you, I think it was Hulk. What was your favorite? When I was a kid, I was a Hulk. Right, yeah. so, so going into it, but I think that the film changed that for you, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, because so, yeah, I knew of, of course, I knew all of the main players here, but Captain America, when he was introduced in this universe, um, kind of took over as far as my favorite. Now, fanboy, I've never been into comics, so I don't know the okay. deep history of it. Most of my Marvel DC experience is just what TV and films have have taught me. So I don't, I'm not a guy that can go back and pull from. Well, actually, in the storyline from comic one twenty eight, I can't do that kind of thing. So yeah, most of what I've been introduced to and learned has been from the films. But yeah, since. Um, which I guess the first one was interesting because Iron Man was the first one that released. So 
I guess Captain America didn't become my favorite until the first Avengers. Um, or when the first Avenger came out, probably. Which wasn't, so. which wasn't long after. Yeah, so 2012, I think. Um, so yeah, that changed as well. Yeah, that was uh, that was what was pretty cool about Endgame too was how they, you know, how they referenced that, and I liked how he said 2012. That was one of the years that they kind of went back to, and it was kind of cool how they went back to those time frames mm-hmm. and and kind of reference that stuff. Yeah. What I want to what this is your show, but what I want to do on this one is talk about the reviews. <laughs> Most people, st- I think there's going to be a lot like you mentioned that we agree on as far as the good stuff, but I, I'm more interested in what problems you may have had with it not questions okay. because okay. i think questions is a good segment too but if any were there any issues that you took away from the film to be like oh i didn't really like that or this could have been better or was there anything like that that you kind of walked sure. away from sure i think um i don't know like you said not issues but one of the things i think i talked to you about this uh i may not have was the loki thing um you know what they're going to do with that hmm. um and what i'm referring to is there was a scene where the movie, so the rules of time travel thing, mm. you know, I kind of, not that I had a problem with it, it's just you grow up, back to the future, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of our number one. Um, That's our gauge. Yeah. yeah, like everything's gauged by the rules of time travel. Doc Brown explains it, and, you know, you can't, <laughs> and I loved how they referenced that, by the way, yeah. to kind of rule it out. Like, don't tell me that's, so this is quantum realm, quantum physics, all this stuff, so it, you know, it gave them a chance to kind of expound a little differently. So they came up with their own set of rules for time travel. But then it seems like they broke their own set of rules by allowing there to be something. But because they're so clever over the last couple of years, it leaves me thinking they did it on purpose. But I just have a problem with it. That it, That's the only thing that was kind of open-ended is that does that now mean that Loki created a whole new alternate you know, universe or timeline, mm-hmm. I mean? And so now, and this may be because of all the TV shows and all the Flash stuff I watch, but was, yeah. <laughs> does that mean there's now a new timeline that's created because they talked about it um, when he talked to the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, she talked about, yeah. yeah, how if you, you know, you take one stone, you don't put it back exactly, it creates a whole new deal. So the 2012 Tesseract stone, I don't remember which one that is, forgive me, but the stone, that that the blue one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that stone, uh, it didn't get, it wasn't taken back unless... They want us to assume that Cap took care of that when he went back. That's a possibility. Um, that could close that up. That could be left to interpretation. That was one thing that not mm-hmm. really I'd say I have a problem with because I'm sure with their writing skills, they, they did it on purpose. But if there was one thing, that's the, that's one thing I had. I don't know if you kind of... Yeah, I think that that was probably my only issue too because time travel, as you mentioned, is so tricky. It's it is an It's an immediate fix for what we're watching. And I think they were very, they weren't sloppy with the time travel, the way that Professor Hulk explained it. It made sense in the moment, but then when you leave the film, and especially after watching it twice, there are a lot of questions that you go, okay, what if they did this, and Loki's one of them. Now, obviously, Loki has his own TV series coming up in November, so that's one of the reasons that he disappeared. But there's a lot of questions with, um, I think the continuity of time travel started to affect me the second time I watched it, because there's questions. For, For example, Nebula. Nebula killed her younger Good, self yeah. so how is she still alive um cap went back to marry peggy and live his life out as a quote normal person which means he didn't get the serum he didn't get frozen so how does he have the shield how do, how did he even end up back at the lake at, at tony's place so those kind of things are kind of weird to me vision he didn't show back up but he was also killed pre-snap but I know Wanda and Vision have a TV show coming as well. So the time travel thing can get messy. And with Flash, you brought Flash up. Right. That one got a little bit messy with me. Now, 
Um, I'm jumping all over the place. Angel well, One and Doctor Strange both introduced that this is a multi-universe world. So I'm correct. aware of that. So we may have it. That may be the answer that we just have these alternate universes. And I think I'm okay with that just on the, on the surface. But the negative part I have about that, if that's the case, then it feels like any death we do experience in that emotion, it's possible that it could be erased by some trick in the time travel part and i want to stay away from that if they can because that takes away the point of being sad like if suddenly iron man can be brought back mm. then that makes me upset that i had so much it has emotion. less effect on you at that point right yeah because then the next person that dies in my mind i'll be like ah they'll, they'll get a stone they'll just you know they'll do something with the time travel so yeah I, I share that the the only experience as far as the negatives is more of like okay so what does this mean and how did that line up and if they did this does that you want there to be more sense? finality to it yeah and, Okay, it was sad. It was sad for a reason. I got to cry, be sad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, the lady in the theater. I I'd be lying if I didn't say I got a little <laughs> choked up and teary eyed a few times during the film. Uh, if you have any attachment to the series and you watched it like I did, and I'm sure you did too, it, it, it got to you. It, it uh, I had the feels for sure. Easily. Um, but uh, but yeah, referencing all these other again these TV shows that you know that have I guess put just in our mind how try and travel how sorry I can't talk. How time travel is supposed to work mm-hmm. would be yeah. If you kill yourself when your if your younger self dies, then somebody nine years later wouldn't she have just instantly disappeared or disintegrated? Because now how did she get there? But then again, the according to the rules of the film, the nine year the nine the future nine years in the future came back before she killed herself in the past. But that person was an another. So there was just so much. Yeah, it, it could become a huge mess. So. Um, I think they did a pretty good job, but there's, it just leaves you with some questions. It's Pandora's box. I, I think it's healthy to not dig too deep because that can just ruin it. I mean, we're trying to figure out all the intricate parts. So if you start to open that up, I at least want to be satisfied on the surface. I don't have to know the deep layers of it, but um, I want to know that those we lost in this film are truly lost, as painful yeah. as that was. I want them to be truly lost because then, like I said, it, it kind of trains your mind not to be so um, upset. For example, when... Spider-Man and all of them disappeared in Infinity War. They released the trailer for Spider-Man, so we knew he was coming back. And to me, that was like yeah. a little bit of a gut punch. Like, I kind of knew he was coming back. He were not going to get rid of their one of their number one franchises. But at the same time, it's like, let me have that moment of kind of feeling that grief and stuff. So I, I think that's the only... Was, yeah, I don't think I had any other negatives as I far think, as... And I think uh, somebody just thought about it right now, though, and you mentioned it by the multiverse, is that this is one series that... Although we know it exists, it's it's never really it's talked about the universe, but it's never talked about the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the whole Loki thing is what sparks that, and so that now they have an old avenue to say, okay, now there's other universes that are created and spin off of this, and so then the multiverse begins because they've never really visited that, True. and there's so much that they could do with that. There's different versions of Captain America and of Iron Man, and there's other characters that exist only in other uh, other universes and other galaxies, and uh, Galactus is one of them, I've mm-hmm. heard of him, mm-hmm. which is, the, I guess, uh, worse than Thanos. So, I mean, there's so many things that could like, it could go, so I wonder if that's something that maybe they visit. Yeah, I'm hoping they visit know. that with um, the sequel for Doctor Strange. That, that would open be cool. that up. Because I'm open to that idea. Again, I'm okay with Iron Man being back in a different universe. So I love... Um, Robert Downey. So if that happens, I'm okay with that, and I'll I'll take for the explanation being multi universes. So maybe with um the next Doctor Strange, we'll get to see a little bit more of what that is. We know Loki's coming back. <laughs> the show's being filmed, so um obviously they have something going on there. And like you mentioned earlier, that I trust them enough of what they've done that yeah I think it'll pay off and make sense to us, where it's not sloppy. 
And what could be safe and dangerous, too, is being like, I'm sure you and me, I don't know how many people do this, but sometimes I'll go research and look at an actor and see, like, their contract and see, <laughs> yeah. okay, this guy signed on to do at least six Marvel films. So then I'm like, okay, well, I know he's not going to die because he's got six films. You know, like the doctor um, from Thor, I, I forget his name, but the he's got two more left on his contract. So when okay. is he going to appear? So I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Slovak or something? Yeah, about, yeah. Tom Holland, I, I, Spider-Man, yeah. he signed on for three, and so we knew... Right. You know, after the first one, you know, he's coming back. Homecoming, so. we're going to have two more at least, even though he disappeared. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a matter of at least knowing that they're already signed, they already have their contracts, they're already getting paid for it. So they're coming back in some form. Whether it's now, they could get us and it'd be a past memory mm-hmm. that they happen to film in the future. So, so anyways, I guess those are some good takeaways uh, from the film. Yeah. Which, um, what was the biggest, outside of the death, what was the biggest shock for you? Hmm. Or surprising moment. Surprising moment. Besides seeing the lady cry next to me. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and for me, excited giant belly. Uh, there were, I don't know, I, I don't know how to say shocking, but there were some exciting moments. Sure. Like, that I was kind of like giddy, like a little boy. Like, uh, obviously, Captain America with the... Okay, let's rewind first before I say that. I had one of the scenes that was one of my all-time favorites before this. Playing video games, growing up, and the seeing the different cartoons and stuff, they always had the team up uh, deals, where they would like you know uh, throw lightning at one of a off the cap shield, and then he would throw it at the guy, and so like when they're in the battle in New York, then the first uh, I think it was the first Avengers film, mm-hmm. um, Iron Man comes back and he does the blast which hits. Uh, Captain America turns his shield, it goes off his shield, and he mm-hmm. hits the guy. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. It's like they, yeah. you know, they're they're using the stuff that they did from, you know, from the comics and from the cartoons and everything. Like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. So at that moment, when they did those kind of those team-up deals, yeah. I mean, you did that in video games and stuff, I thought, wow, that's cool. So for me, that was the most exciting I had seen. You know, there were other cool things, but when, uh, and, and even they teased it, I guess, in uh, Ultron, mm-hmm. when they're all trying to pick up the hammer. Yeah. And it, and it moves. moves. Yeah, it moves. <laughs> it moves. When, yeah. when Kevin, you and, can see and that Thor's he got like, <laughs> he got worried. Yeah. And um, and they talked about how the only person in the comics, I don't know if he, in my memory, mm-hmm. uh, I could be wrong, guys. I don't know every comic. And like Paul here, I, I didn't, I grew up with my dad. My dad was a comic nerd. So he knew, he was the guy that, well, according to yeah. the Marvel, <laughs> he always had those answers. And that's how I know a little bit of what I know, because he would tell me. But uh, so I don't know this to be sure, but I don't remember there have been, ever being a time when Cap actually wielded the hammer. But they always said that he was worthy enough to do so. I knew mm-hmm. that much. Maybe he did. I don't know. But in this movie, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But when he <laughs> when the hammer comes, so the hammer comes back, guys. Sorry, it's about a big spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty cool how that happens too. But when <laughs> when Captain America takes the hammer. And he hits the shield <laughs> with it. Uh, just the he lightning. Ca- oh, he, he, calls lightning, the lightning. he calls lightning down. Through the ground first and then from the sky. Yeah, was yeah, that, that whole s- minute 20 <laughs> sequence. It was amazing. Amazing. It was amazing. I think all of the battles with... with it, it seemed like they took enough... This is what's crazy. So you have all these characters that are amazing. The mm-hmm. weapons, the things that they can do. the And then we have a moment where we're faced with... I don't know, at least 60 major characters. Mm -hmm. They're all in one battlefield, and they took the time to kind of highlight something from each one. Yep. Uh, Like Iron Man and Pepper when they're in the sky. Back to back? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Jeez. 
So that to uh, Scarlet <coughs> coming down and her little fight sequence. And she was um, about to take Thanos out outside of that whole rain fire thing. And he knew it. He knew he was done. I don't even know who you are. You will. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so Amazing. Good. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking, where is Captain Marvel? Like, mm-hmm. she's supposed to be the one that destroys everything. They let us believe that, sneaky little guys. <laughs> we thought it was going to be her. Well, when they pointed the guns towards the sky, at first I thought it was Vision. And again, I wasn't thinking pre-snap, so I thought Vision was coming back. But man, Captain Marvel. She wasn't in the movie a lot, but when she was no. there, man, she was right. Oh, wait a minute. What? You just, I'm sorry to pause you there. What? Her haircut. What do you what think about, about that? I loved it. Oh, I hated it. Really? But yes. Again, back to the comics. That's what it's like in the comics. Oh, uh, true. Now, it stood out, but Rocket took a quick joke at the very beginning to get another haircut. So, I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I went with it. But, I, no, I liked it. It was cool. <laughs> See, we far first disagreement, so first guys. Disagreement. It was on but the hair. To the surprising moments I was mentioning, mine's a lot earlier. Now, there was, I, I agree with everything you said about the far as the battle. But mine was the whole Professor Hulk type situation because I was really curious to find out Especially after Infinity War, where that Hulk, is a comic thing, though it by is. The way. Yeah, yeah, where for, okay. where Hulk was not, you know, working together with Bruce. I was wondering what they were going to do with it, and so at first, of course, it's jarring to see him in this, you know, the glasses, and I'm wearing shirts now. So that <laughs> whole thing, but I don't know why. But outside of the battle stuff, I, that was probably one of my most fun favorite moments and surprising with the film, because of how he was so balanced, and even the whole part where he's oh Hulk smash, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. However, that was good. That was I good. Like that. The part when he goes to find Thor with Rocket, and I want to talk about Thor too, but um, and he walks in there and he says Thanos' name and Thor grabs him by the shirt. When Hulk says, take your hand off me, please. Like at that moment, I kind of knew that there's still that moment of Hulk that he would just rip everything apart if he wanted to. But just the way he delivered that line, especially the second time I saw the movie, when he says, take your hand off me, please. Even in Thor's, the whole point, I don't know. I just, I fell in love with Professor Hulk. And that was surprising because I didn't, I knew about Professor Hulk in the comics, but I wasn't sure what they were going to do to resolve that whole issue. But that combination of the two, man, I don't know. I just liked it a lot. That was awesome. It, it was good. And I liked the diner scene specifically. And Paul Rudd, man, that guy is just, he's hes a great actor anyways. But the way, the way he finds ways to to deliver his comedic personality into the Great character timing. is yeah. just amazing. He's like, I think the Take damn the GD phone. Phone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's like, he's done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's great. Uh, that was that was awesome. What do you think about drunk, fat, out of shape Thor? I can relate to him. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, yeah, when they first started that scene with his shirt, I was like, okay, gotta watch Chris Chris Hemsworth again. And then I was like, okay, wait, he looks like me. <laughs> yeah, I can I can relate. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth for the rest of us. That's what it was. And I didn't hear, I have to hear all the women go, oh my gosh. <laughs> although I think you still heard that, Yeah, right? the lady behind me, although she was uh, a drunk, angry Thor herself. She was like, there's my baby. And I was thinking, even the <laughs> drunk Thor would not be interested in you. Uh, but a lot of people were laughing at it. But again, with Marvel and the Russo brothers and the writers, I think it made sense Smart. for Thor to go so far off course because of the guilt he carried by not aiming for the head. You should have aimed for the head type thing. And so... And I think that's also a comic book spinoff where Thor actually is kind of, you know, yeah. outside of his normal self. So that was something, too, that made sense with the movie. It was comedic, of course, because we, we know Chris Hemsworth well, as this you know, <clears throat> god. And not but, just that, though. It, it On top of where you're going with that, it also kind of um, it kind of goes with the um, with the whole oh, the whole part of like reality. Right. So we go through. And I'm not trying to get serious, guys. I know that's what my show's about. It could get serious. But it goes through the whole thing where, you know, you if you you lose everything. Like, he lost... Asgard's gone, right? His he parents. loses... His dad died. His sister... He had to kill her. 
Um, his mom? His brother just died. His, he's yeah, reliving his sad. mom. He's lost every freaking thing. He doesn't have Mjolnir. He doesn't right? have Right, so the hammer's Jane. gone. Hammer's gone. Um, so, and he's lost his freaking eyeball. So, <laughs> like, I mean, think about all the stuff that he lost. Yeah, and he doesn't have Jane anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what would a normal person do? So, this is a guy who's a superhero, who has all these powers, and yet he was still powerless to save them. Well, it's no wonder he yeah, would become of, a... Yeah. Yeah, so I think they did a good job with that, because... Yeah. I mean, that's what any normal man would True. do. Yeah. So. Of course, they had a comedic value. Korg and Meek. Is that the guy's little guy's <laughs> name? Great scene. But yeah, it made sense. Even though it was funny and we're kind of laughing at to me, I appreciate it because it made sense that he would kind of go off the wall, off the rails. Type yeah. Thing, so. yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. That whole that whole scene, yeah, that was, it was good. What do you uh, think about the pacing of the film? Because some of the reviews I watched, people were complaining that it was so slow, quote unquote. I didn't feel that at all. In fact, both times I watched it, I was like, that was three hours? I didn't get but that, But the very yeah. first hour, a lot of people, again, the people I watch, are saying that the pacing and the talking and the and the dragging of time, it felt like it was real slow. But I felt all that was placed and worth yeah. it. No, I thought we it was good. It. I thought that the, the beginning was a little a little slow. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean it's slow in terms of like, oh my gosh. I think, like you said, it was it was needed because it was it was kind of trying to... To get the story going and and trying to catch up some things like right. uh, with Hawkeye, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't know what happened with his family, so they had to tie in that. So they had to have bring the emotion with it. So they had to bring us up to speed with where everybody's been and what's going on. So I think it was needed. So yeah. to me, I think the time was I think it was right on. Yeah, even both my kids, uh, my older kids, when they walked out, they're like, "That didn't feel like three hours." So and that's just again the magic of this storytelling coming to life that. I've been in an hour and a half movie to where I'm like, oh my god, there's this thing forever. But this one, it just feels like you're just experiencing something that you don't want it to end. Yeah, I think it, I think it was done above all smart. Yes, yeah, so that's the biggest thing. I agree. If I could, if I could say one, yeah, one word to sum it up, I think it was, I think it was really smart. So no pun intended, but what's next for the <laughs> Avengers? What do you think's next, Tim? I don't know. I don't know. I looked at the uh, and I sh- I showed you what yeah. I saw was the Phase Four. Um, but of course, you were telling me that some of the things you've read that that none of that maybe even happened, yeah. or maybe you know might change. Or well, I've heard three films released for the next three years, which I know Spider Man and Black Panther okay are, are in there. Doctor Strange, I know Guardians three, which I guess now will be as Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like it. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's I know a, those are out there, good. but I'm, I'm I'm really curious to see what's next with the the Avengers we've we've known. We have no more Cap. We have no more Iron Man. We have no more. Allegedly, Black Widow. So it's going to be. Although they've teased that a possible movie for her. Yeah, so which, yeah, you know, which could be could another timeline, a prequel. <laughs> Doesn't make yes. sense to have a prequel right now just for a prequel. So maybe she has some greater path. Something, so, yeah. um, unless you know, this is one thing I thought of in my own head. So take this for what it's worth. But my thoughts were: she went there, it was given a soul, and it was the the what is it, the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talked about how a Red Skull, he's the guard or whatever, and that's what he was charged with, you know, after going there for that. And so she has a past, uh, Nat, and she did some pretty horrible things. She talks about all the things she was a part of. So my thoughts are, what if they revisited to where now she's brought back by the Soul Stone, and she's on missions to carry out for whatever it is that controls that world. Maybe she's like a slave to it now, and so maybe she comes back. I don't know. That's I yeah. made that all up in my own head. But. <laughs> well, possibly, but I think in the last three Avengers films, there's been a moment to where they've rec- they've um, referenced rather 
um, Bangladesh, I think it is. I'm not sure if that's the right country. Even in this one, Hawkeye, when they're flying to um, get the Soul Stone, he, um, he says this is this is greater than Bangladesh. So I, I th- that might be the wrong country. If it is, forgive me. But I, there may be something there they talk Budapest. about. Budapest is that what it is? Yeah, it's a B word. Yeah, it's um, some <laughs> country starts B-word. with B. It's the B word. Um, we'll so have to review later. One of us be, is right. One of us is right. Or I'm going to go with Tim. I think you're right on this one. <laughs> Maybe it was Brazil. Was it Brazil? I don't know. No? I don't know. <laughs> um, so that could be one thing. But real quick before we w- jump away from the Soul Stone, Cap had to return the stones. So when he returned the stone, the stone, did he run into Red Skull? What was that reunion like? Because he had to take it back there, which meant it would imprison and keep Red Skull there because he couldn't leave. And he had to go back to that exact time. So if Cap showed up to drop off the stone, would they not interact? That's uh, what, I wonder, you know, what what happened there with that whole <laughs> that whole reunion. What was that like? Wait a minute, too, though. If he returned the stone, then wouldn't that be then released? Not if, because you can't change it in the other two plays. Just like, that's what they were saying at the, when Hulk threw the bench. They are saying they can't change that part. It was already, they would have to go back and undo what they just did with the snap just to uh, get Nat. So, I don't know. I was just curious of what that whole, <laughs> Cap shows up on the planet and then Red Skull's like, what? <laughs> but that was like, well, a lot of stuff. It's fine. That, that is, that's, that's interesting. I, I actually didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I'm curious about that. That's pretty cool. Out. You're like, hey, what's up? What are you doing here? Because <laughs> he knew everybody's names, and he's like, oh, shoot, Steve Rogers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what do you want? I'm going to fight you in death, too. <laughs> oh, good stuff. He's like, well, really, what happened? Did you drown the ice? What, what, did they catch up for a minute? Like, well, they're not fighting anymore, so maybe they uh, maybe they settled some maybe, stuff. Yeah, maybe, they, maybe they become friends. Maybe they got closure. They'll have a spinoff. <laughs> Captain spin-off. Skull. Conversations on the mountain. <laughs> With Captain's Skull, I like it. Oh, great! That's film. a new one. Hey, we own that MCU. In case you <laughs> heard ours. that, that's our idea. Uh, good times. I'm trying to steal that. So uh, I don't know. There's there's so much more that we could talk about about this movie. It's just endless, endless talk about in game. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Please. If you haven't, we just ruined the hell out of it for you. <laughs> true. <laughs> there's tons more. Well, we didn't say who died. That's true. We didn't. We did not yeah, say well, that. I, well, did I say? Uh, I think we, I did. I, I did say it. I said we well, lost. Well, and I said something at the show at the funeral, so we kind of gave it yeah. away. But we either way, people. yeah, it's still either, worth it. Either way, it's it's worth it. I knew everything that happened the second time I saw it. It was still good. It was still good. So, uh, and I'm I'm actually considering getting tickets to go watch the third time. So uh, that may happen uh, soon. I don't know. Nice. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was just so again, like Paul, like you mentioned, it's just so well done, so well written. Uh, a lot to be said. Uh, we've spent, I don't know, the better part of half an hour already talking about it. I could talk um, for days. I could go for days. I can go all day. <laughs> you know what you say? Damn it. I, I, could, I could do this. I could do this all day. All day. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Hopefully, as you guys are listening to our, our show right now, uh, you're like, what? It's been 30 minutes? <laughs> uh, or, you know, like we talked about or the other part, like, oh, my God. Yes, I know. It's been 30. Um, but uh, so one of the things I wanted to look at, we kind of talked about, just being funny, is I... I happen to come across this uh, book. I subscribe to these. Uh, I subscribe to these uh, boxes, or I used to. Uh, there's different ones. There's like Nerd Box and, uh, gosh, I can't even remember One Up and all kind of different ones yeah, they had out the, there. The Marvel, the DC box, yeah. Yeah, so I there Luke, was a period Crate, of time right? there. Luke Crate was one um, where I was subscribed to every single box they had. That's crazy. Every day I was getting a different box. Look, guys, all this stuff. I have nowhere to put it, but I got tons of stuff. 
Oh, I, I want to apologize while you're talking about your, your boxes and your loot crate. <laughs> I have a lot of ice in this cup, and I just now noticed how much it's being picked up by the microphones. So, <laughs> forgive me, as you were. Tell us about your box collectors. Quite a bit of ice. There's a lot of ice. It's all good. I don't have any ice in mine, so you can't hear mine. Smart. You're the professional. Bottle. No, I just didn't know that it picked up all that <laughs> sound going on there. So to you listeners, that's... You know, I learned uh, in a couple of my episodes where... <laughs> I was talking about something, I'd take a drink, and then you could just hear my throat as I'm swallowing. That's, uh, <laughs> that could be misconstrued in a lot of ways. It could be. I was drinking every yeah, time, I promise. Prove it. Um, so, so anyways, back to this book I was talking about. So, um, this book has, uh, it's, it's titled The League of Regrettable Superheroes. Um, so, I don't know a whole lot about it, I just happened to come across it today. But, dude, some of the, uh, some of the comic titles in this book... I, I just, I had to bring it up to reference, we just got to talk about, like, thinking about, talking about from one segue of how smart the MCU is, but thinking about, like, Stan Lee and the, what they had to, to go off of, right, it wasn't so much, I mean, it, what they did with it was amazing, but they already had a, a baseline to go from, like, an incredible story to, mm-hmm. to take and run with, you know, like, you know, I'm sorry to DC, I'm a DC fan first and foremost, I have, must say that I'm a huge Batman fan. Um, and normally Superman too, but the jokes are always the same. He puts on glasses, he takes them off. Oh my gosh, you can't tell the difference, right? It's always been kind of the joke, um, with, where DC is at. So Marvel's characters were a little different, um, but that that's again attributed to Stanley and in, in his his mind. And then he, the different uh, artists, um, what do you call them? Renderings. Uh, uh, what do you call the guys that draw them? Artist. Artist? Comic artist? Yeah. Comic illustrator? Artist? Illustrator. Okay. There you. Ding, 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 That's ding, why I'm ding. here. I was going to say comic drawer guy, but <laughs> <laughs> I think illustrators. The co-artist. The, the proper. But those guys are the ones who brought him to life, right? So they gave life to the character that was in Stan Lee's head. And then late years later, we get to see it in, in cinematography on in this wonderful uh, movie way. I don't know. I'm running out of being able to talk properly. Anyways, so... <laughs> These are the comics that I guess never really made it. And what's crazy is some of these comics were written by guys like Stan Lee and the guy who wrote Superman. And so I guess, you know, they probably wrote a couple of bad ones before they had something that was really great. So here's one right here called 7-Eleven. <laughs> I thought that was a like a convenience store. I don't know. But 7-Eleven, the cover here... Um, <laughs> so is it just a regular... I, it looks like just like a, was it like a 1950s? Uh, this was what they called the Golden Age, I guess it says. So this one was written in 1941. Okay. Um, <laughs> it says rap sheet, perjury, conspiracy, poor forethought, and lack of planning. Oh, so he's like a generic wannabe Punisher? I guess. he's this using guns. George, oh, the creator was George Brenner. Was that? So <laughs> I don't know. I oh, said it like that. Like, oh, like, it's George Brenner, guys. <laughs> I don't actually know who that is. He says he was. He also created the clock. Okay, the clock is the uh, was uh, yeah. Was, we know who that guy is. So, but yeah. So Seven Eleven. Uh, it's got two guys. Looks like gangsters with guns. Oh, it's a pair. It's a duo. Well, I don't know. Is is this guy dude? shooting this guy. Maybe that's him. I think that. Yeah, I think it's a different shot. And I wish you guys could see this. This art. It's it's pretty pretty funny. Seven Eleven. This is where I will be, and uh, I don't know if uh, Paul's already got um, he's already got his Facebook page and stuff up there, and I'm, I'm working on 
getting one out there, but this is where this would be great, maybe on Instagram, to be able to post some of these pictures because, oh, sure. oh my gosh. So this one's called The Black Dwarf. <laughs> Peter Dinklage? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, oh, my God, it is Peter. It is Peter. Uh, this one was written in 1944. Um, These are old. Yeah, and it says, uh, The gun in your pocket gives me ideas, bad ideas. That's a, a cut from the comic. So these aren't necessarily heroes with powers. They're just yeah I don't vigilantes. Know. He's, he's got a mask on. Okay. It looks like the Phantom of the Opera a little bit. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that didn't make it anywhere. But can you imagine? Here's one. Let, let, imagine if you're getting in line, right, this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Got your tickets ready to see Dollman. <laughs> <laughs> a comic about a guy. It looks like that... he's shrinking, right? <laughs> he's got some huge little shoes. little Ant-Man action. Yeah, it's weird. What he, is he shrinking? Why does he look like he's in underwear? and a, he, Okay, just so you guys can understand this, he's got red shoes on. He's got a red... Like a Doctor Strange. Doctor, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange-looking cape with blue underwear and a blue wife beater. <laughs> and a, Was that a gold belt buckle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a gold belt buckle. Yeah, he's got that. And his name is Dollman, Mighty Might of Action in Three Big Stories. Mm. Oh, it's a quarterly comic. Uh, and he's standing inside some huge shoes. I don't know. At this point with MCU, if they introduce <laughs> Dollman, I'd probably still go check it out just to see because I trust him that much. <laughs> like, what is Dollman going to do? Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, it makes me wonder, though, because sometimes they'll come out with stuff and you're like, I've never heard of that. Yeah, Captain Marvel was one for me that, I mean, I heard a little bit, but I didn't know anything about the person. But just because I trust the MCU, I was like, That's, I'm going to be in. Same with Black Panther. I knew a little bit. <laughs> but Dollman, hmm, yeah. that's pushing it. Or this guy, Dynamite, Dynamite Thor. Hey, come on. That's trademark. <laughs> I think this guy just like dives into stuff and he blows up, I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that just a one mission type deal? Yeah. yeah Lady Satan. There's another yeah, okay. one. That's uh Could it be no Satan? No idea. This is here you go. Here's one for the books. Scarlet O'Neill. Yeah, these just feel like people with no powers. <laughs> yeah, well it says invisible. Invisible Scarlet oh, okay. O'Neill. She I'd, says, uh, what's, here, say, what's her quote? There it is. I'd better remove my clothes so I can swing freely in the ring. Okay, now I will watch this one. It's probably going to be on Playboy, though. I'm going to take, take some of her clothes. Yeah, a Marvel Skinematic Universe. <laughs> That's a totally different, totally different take. Uh, <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Scarlett O'Neill. That's awesome. Uh, her and Lady Satan to get together. <laughs> Make a movie with this one, Moon Girl. Moon Girl. <laughs> the battle at the Congo. Oh, Wakanda <laughs> action over here. Look what she says. You have no right to command me in anything. <laughs> okay. Interesting. It's, uh, these are, uh, yeah, I can imagine if, but you're right, if... Uh, if the guys at the MCU got a hold of these, maybe they could make a movie. Check that one out. Let's see. Nightmare and Sleepy. Oh, this is a duo. <laughs> nightmare and Sleepy. First you get Sleepy, see? Then you get a Nightmare. <laughs> so I guess one of these dudes puts you to sleep and the other one causes the Nightmare? So what happens if somebody separates them? I don't know. And one guy just puts the other one to sleep and they don't have nightmares, so... This dude says, my face, my face, I want it back. And his friend says, my face is, it's leaving me. It's are these actually the artist renderings too? Yeah, yeah, man, they're these they're... are poorly drawn. <laughs> what year is this? 1943. Okay, so these are all. Is there anything more recent? Yeah, if you go start going towards the back of the book, 40s? it gets to the okay, new here's age. some 60s stuff. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was in the 40s, I guess. Whoa, I mean, Captain back... Marvel. Is it really? This is a Captain Marvel here. Which Captain Marvel Let's is it, see. though? Is it the DC Captain Super... Marvel? Many superheroes have taken to the skies using the name Captain Marvel. Most naturally enough, most have been published under the Marvel Comics. Blah, 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 blah. The original course was a red-suited lightning bolt emblazoned hero whose magical Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, yep, that's him. The Captain Marvel shown here, however, was a short-lived sound-alike from publisher <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, da, da, da. He was crafted by Carol Burgos, who's also responsible for Human Torch. Hmm. The new Captain Marvel was something of an almogram of the two. He bore the first Captain Marvel name. Oh, okay, so he had the Shazam thing. He would shout, shout his name with a magic word. Uh-huh. And then he was also an android. <laughs> so, oh, it was a alien so could he do robot. the robot? Yeah, he did the robot. He'd break into oh pieces. My gosh. <laughs> Interesting. That was in 1966. <laughs> so not all comics, obviously, were like a hit, yeah. right? There's dozens and dozens in this book that <laughs> suck. <clears throat> so you can't always trust everything. And so that's like we were talking about at the beginning of this time of the MCU and what a great job they've done in gosh DC there's not enough time to talk about how much they've bombed and sucked they've tried they, they just tried uh, to rush it they tried to catch up with Marvel in the middle of it yeah it wasn't it wasn't wise to do that I don't think and so talking about stuff that just bombed um, I am again I am the biggest Batman fan I'm sitting in a room right now surrounded by tons of Batman stuff uh, memorabilia everywhere I love Batman uh, all things um, but yeah I just haven't been happy with uh, the Dark Knight series. Well, very Still good. one of the very best trilogy series ever to date. But that that was that but was a good series. But since but then, it's just been hit and miss. <clears throat> There's been moments in the DC films that I've been like, okay, but overall, yeah, Affleck should have never put on the suit. That yeah, was, when you look back at the pieces, yeah. it just doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see what they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, yes, I, I still haven't seen Shazam. I know you liked it. Shazam I, was good. And I've heard Aquaman. I've heard both sides. I haven't seen Aquaman either, but I know Aquaman's got a sequel coming. So, Aquaman was okay. I think he was a little over the top, mm-hmm. and sometimes with his grunting and his that kind of yeah. stuff. But aside from that, the movie was was probably one of the better films that they've done. I think to me, Shazam was the best. It had more of a um, Deadpool feel to it, okay. uh, where the you know the, the comedy and the playfulness, and so it kind of kind of had that, um, but a cleaner type right. Deadpool yeah. DC's version. That was my feelings about yeah, I want to say Aquaman, it feels like it's Jason Momoa being Aquaman in the movies. They uh, talk about the grunting and stuff. And yeah. That's how you kind of know it, that Hawaiian stuff. And so I always feel like I'm just, I'm watching literally Jason Momoa, not a character. When I watch Captain America, I don't think of Chris Evans at all. I think uh, that that's Captain America. So I think that's maybe what the problem is. Yeah, that Jason Cal Drogo has. in the yeah, water. Yeah, it's, I see him, yeah, just in the water. Yeah, but, um, so that that would be my complaint from that movie. I know this isn't a DC conversation. We talked about, it's not talking about Marvel, but this is just our segue conversation. It's our show. It, oh, well. I said this is our show. Look, we're starting a new show. It's a new show. It's happening. It's just the happened. What's Breathe. <laughs> we just become friends. Just next. <laughs> Which one? Well, what's Breathe or Just Next? <laughs> what's Breathe? <laughs> I like it. Like what's that? Breathe? <clears throat> oh, man. That's, 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 uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this has been the longest ever podcast done. Um, 
for me. Oh, not, say, not ever. ever I mean, what? I'm sure there's been some longer podcasts. That's true. Most years are between like, 20 and 30 longer? minutes. Yeah, longer? <laughs> Mine have been coming in around 52, 56 minutes lately. I don't oh, know wow. if people are tuning out or not, but I talk forever. <laughs> not by myself. Uh, That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I'd say it's kind of hard when it's by yourself, but that could start a whole other conversation. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> leave that alone. Um, but yeah, when you go in for that long... Um, Man, this is just dangerous, is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't so, ever lasted this long. <laughs> yeah, me never. Me uh, never. Me, me never. <laughs> That's the water talking. Uh, <laughs> I can't even drink. I just poured it all over myself. If you guys were only here, the stuff you're missing out on. That's why you got to get the webcam, <laughs> video cam up. Yeah, that's the plan to get the webcam so you guys get to see it all. Uh, because, trust me, if you had to be in Paul's position right now... Staring at this guy. He's had to stare at me with my hair the way that it, it's it's embarrassing. So, I'll just put it out there, right? So, I'm 38, getting near to my 40s. And, uh, now Paul doesn't have this problem. He's older than me. But I'm losing my hair in the back of my head. So, I thought, hey, I'm going to improvise. So I'm going to grow it out in the front, comb it over the back, right? It works out perfect. Um, I had no I had idea gel. about this, by the way, too. When you... I think it was just the, like a couple weeks ago. I had no idea you were growing out your bangs to your belly button, yeah, and then right. swinging them backwards. That's right. Hell yeah! <laughs> so uh, it looks actually kind of cool from the front. Like you get out of the shower, I got that whole Jason Momoa thing going. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> Jason Thor Momoa. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so but no, the bangs they're, they're not they're they're about down to my chin or whatever. So I I found out that research shows that people. For some reason, when you start to grow a beard or facial hair, um, I guess that there's some genetic... I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, guys, but No, whatever. finish the thought. What happens? But some genetic thing that when you grow more facial hair, you are you stop growing the hair on top of your head, and it kind of... I don't, I don't know. What? So got to do more it, research on that. the hair down? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think. I don't know. From the top of the head? <laughs> so, Come on. I've had a beard for a long time. That's not sure. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's why I said it probably is. Uh, this next episode is now explicit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did so good the whole time. He did. He did. He did a good job. Uh, <laughs> uh, BS, I guess it's it's all right. Same thing. So uh, anyways, so you're so going bald and you so got I'm your going pullover. Bald and pullover. I got, and pullover. What's it called? Cardigan? Comb over. Go ahead. Comb over. Yeah. Is it no, cardigan? I know. I was oh being God. funny. <laughs> well, you said pullover, cardigan. Okay. So right, go ahead, sorry. Back to the subject matter that we're Grow talking beard, about. Grow a beard, you go bald. Next. So, <laughs> so I'm growing my hair. So I. You know, comb it over or whatever, and it, it actually doesn't look too bad, right? Because you even said you didn't notice. Um, I'm not, I'm not bald in the back of my head, right? This is just you start getting nervous, you start seeing a couple little spots, so whatever. Anyway, so today I got no gel in, barbecued uh, some food earlier, and so I'm just letting it hang. So I got the whole McDonald's look, right? I, I got think the golden it looks more like 1998 Ellen. <laughs> yeah, that's right good, when she that's did her TV reference. show. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good you so, Google, Google image. That so that's 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 what would be on the oh. on the YouTube channel right now if you guys had video. Now I think if I was on video, I'd well I actually put a cap. Yeah, thanks on, for putting guys. the hat on. I, I put a focus hat now. I put a hat on so you could stop staring at my ear. Like WTF am I looking at? And that's what the freak. See, it's still clean. Clean. Uh, uh, I didn't know you were trying explicit. to run a clean show. Uh, you know, you know, on the Anchor app, you can actually click explicit. Which most of mine I have to because I'm yeah, such a dirty I, boy. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, this will be the first one that might have an e next to it. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I have to say because I brought a potty mouth guy into my show. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good. I've been. Trying. Be like, what is this? This is not what's next content, but it actually is because we're talking about. What's... True. I feel like we. You were so serious with your <laughs> subject matter, then I just came in here talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> Superheroes like a nerd ass. Thanks, like a nerd. <laughs> we went into some serious we stuff, did. and and we we kind of still sure. touched on that, but but yeah. So you guys are missing out. I mean, <clears> talking <throat> about the the. <laughs> just the the liveness of it all. It's kind of fun to be able it to is. do that and, and kind of go back and forth. Um, there are some serious things or stuff I want to talk to Paul about later. I've asked him um, to talk about, uh, without getting into the subject, to talk about his daughter and mm-hmm. uh, Bella and all that. And that may be something that we revisit in a future podcast. That'll Definitely. have to be a serious one when you know he's had time to kind of gather his thoughts and, and talk about that. That'll definitely be a, a later a later podcast. Um so that's sure. uh, neither one of us wants to walk out of here crying today. So <laughs> we're gonna stay away from that on this particular podcast. There was enough tears uh, in Endgame. I don't yeah, want to cry yeah. more this weekend. <laughs> We've had enough tears for for one weekend. That's definitely for sure. So um, we look forward to have some 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 more episodes. For sure. uh, Paul and I. Let's do it. Um, we kind of wanted to uh, try this out. Try it on for size. I guess yep. break the ice. See how it see fun. how it went. See how our uh, our podcasting went. What'd you think? That was fun. That was enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've only done one other co-hosting again. That was over the phone, and it was a fun dynamic. But the in person, the kind of the banter, the volleying back and forth, it, it makes it feel more lively and that you're part of something. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. We had a good time. I For don't sure. know if you guys are going to enjoy this or not. I mean, these guys suck. Yeah, I'm not sure they're still listening. I said Bangladesh. <laughs> you did say Bangladesh. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I said Budapest, but it's probably... I gotta, you know what? i got to find out. Well, go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to find out which one it was. <laughs> he's going to look I mean, this, he's look this thing see. up because he's not sure like <clears throat> what the heck, you know. Uh... Where did Hawkeye and Black Widow... <laughs> I was like, be careful what you type there. But, uh... <laughs> Hawkeye and Black Widow. Where did they fight? No, because he says we've come a long way since, right? Nobody says. Yeah. Spoiler alert: They're traveling through space when he says this. Mm-hmm. And they're That's headed. Pretty, where are they headed? That to go. They're headed to, to get the soul stone. Where are they headed to? Was it called Magar? Mm. Mamgar. Mamgar. I was gonna say Mahjong, but I feel like that's a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mahjong. I don't know what it is. It's, um. Um, I don't even know how to search this. Like, what do you type? I was gonna say Nahor, but I think that's a person in the Bible. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they were going. They met at Nicodemus. It was that big planet Nicodemus. That's right. Your man, I was way off. Samsonite. Nicod- <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those planets. They were flying to to get the Soul Stone. Maybe it was Nicodemus. I don't know. At the corner of, uh, I don't know. This has gone on way too long, right? I can't find it. I'm you sorry. didn't find it? I don't know how to search for it. You put uh, what planet were they traveling no, to? No, not that part. I'm trying to find out if it was Bangladesh or not. Uh, so put the re- the reference when they were traveling in space. What was his reference? But no, not a lot of people have talked about that. They're not as stupid as us. Mm. <laughs> There's another explicit, guys. I use the word stupid on my you show. You can't say stupid. You can't say that. Guys, for PC reasons, I don't really mean that. Um, I can't find it, dude. <laughs> he said... Right now uh, some bigger nerd is screaming out. <laughs> uh, he said, we've come a long way since... Where... Hold on. Where was Black Widow's... Windows. <laughs> Widow's previous mission. Hey, that's a new superhero, Black Windows. <laughs> I like that. What's her superpower? Wait till you find out. I don't know. I don't know. 
It's going to trip us out, guys. So if y'all can find out, send an email to <laughs> something. Uh, I don't know if we're going to can't find it. capture it in this episode. Know, yeah. So if you guys know, let us know. Uh, send an email. My email address is, of course, what's next podcast at gmail.com. That's a what's, there's no apostrophe in there, W-A-T-S-P-O-D-K-A-S-T at gmail.com. I feel like Howard Stern when he did his WNBC. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Private Parts. It's a horrible movie, but pretty hilarious. And he he does his uh, radio voice. But yeah, so uh, what's next podcast? Email me if you guys know the, uh, I guess. It is Budapest. Oh, we found it looks out. Like it's Budapest. Never mind, we don't need the answer. She'll task Natasha Romanoff mm. and Clint Barton to participate in a mission in Budapest. During the mission, they were involved in a situation that would later be remembered by Romanoff during the Battle of New- Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. We don't really know a lot about that. I uh, I think they're going to visit that. So I was right. When <laughs> you I say said Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Right? Yeah, then I said Brazil. Then you said Brazil. I got worse. <laughs> it went from bad to worse. Oh. So, so <laughs> they so they definitely visited. Um, I guess Budapest. Do you know what country that's in, though? I don't. Hungary. Ah. Not Hungary. 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 Good times. <laughs> I learned something new about Black Widow. <laughs> and, but again, she's, she's brought that up. Like, that's been brought up like three or four times, so that's got to mean something it, at it some point. It has, they've, has they've to. They've brought it up. Maybe that's the movie. Maybe her movie. Maybe that's what it is. It's going to revisit that. Yeah. They've also kind of like shown the scenes with her in the ballerina school and like yeah. the missions and her all that. So we, yep. we don't really know much about her past, so maybe that is. Maybe Outside those flashbacks, yeah. And that was done by um, Scarlet Witch when she put that little curse on her. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she had those flashback moments. So, I wonder, like, with the stuff that she could do, why didn't she do any of that to Thanos? Who? Scarlet. What do you mean? She could have, like, messed with his head. Oh, I don't know. I think, it, man, it was crazy how powerful he was without the stones, right? Yeah. Like, every superhero was coming at him and it was still... Now, again, she almost took him out, and she was about to kill him until he had that hellfire. Well, he had destroyed Hulk in the very beginning without any stones. Well, he had, he had one at that time. Oh, he did? And he was about to get the one from Loki. Yeah, but in Endgame, he had none when he was... Just destroying everybody. That's Shattered Cap Shield. I want to watch it again. So good. Now, they, they have done some fights. This is the only part where DC is trumped, but it's always been a theory, right? Because it's never been. But you know who Darkseid is? Mm-hmm. So he's the I'll version of... Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, I saw Justice League. I didn't know if you were just talking about that. He was or, in Justice League. Or yourself in the mirror at night. I don't know which one. Did you just say the word Trump, though? What, they, what does DC Trump Marvel? Go Not ahead. Trump. Go for it. Okay. Finish that. But... So Darkseid supposedly is stronger than Thanos, and supposedly in a one-to-one fight, <clears throat> Darkseid wins. But but Superman beat him. I know, that's why that's going to be crazy. How Superman, does... oh my gosh. Can we talk about that for a minute, though? He's If he's as powerful as he is and all the things that he can do, mm-hmm. why doesn't he beat Batman? Well, I love Batman. Because they Batman have the same is... name for their mother. <laughs> I didn't like that. Wait a minute, Martha? <laughs> Holy hell, let's go get ice cream. Yeah, like I don't understand why they did that. Who wrote that? What, your mom's name is the same as mine? I mean, find out later, but that's what stops the entire battle. Well, it's kind of like, to me, I liken that to the the movie moment, Magic, which was movie magic, by the way. Magic Mike? No, that was oh, good movie, too. <laughs> no, a Step Brothers. Did we just become friends? Yes, yep. true. It's kind of the same type of thing, right? Well, there you go. That's DC. When you have to compare it to Step Brothers, that shows you the level they're on. I need to go back and watch Batman and Superman, because actually, when I first saw it, I wasn't as disgusted as most people were just... But that one scene, that that's the pivotal yeah. moment, and the whole stuff with um, Lex Luthor, 
Like, it was just, oh, man. I mean, I know that in DC, the way they've done it, and they're kind of, you know, they're still kind of stuck to just like Marvel is um, to the original, like, the storylines mm-hmm. and what they have to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, was it uh, Nolan did the Dark Knight series. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, in the, in the series, like, Batman supposedly knows the weakness of every single person and in the Justice League, and the reason is so that he could stop them if ever they went rogue. He would know how to defeat him, so he's smart and able being able to do that. So he develops weapons and stuff to stop everybody. So yes, <laughs> Superman has the cheesiest um, weakness because all you do is develop a bullet, make one out of it, and shoot him. He's done, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, it's it's pretty simple. That's true. I don't think Marvel does. Marvel have any superheroes that have a weakness as far as this is their nemesis. No, I don't, only I don't know that they've created anybody like that. I mean, D- they can be beaten, obviously. DCs have, yeah, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, but these that's guys, not the same thing for Marvel. Like Iron no. Man, there's nothing like magnets. Just use magnets and he's done. <laughs> well, maybe have, you could, could but right? they didn't expose that. So maybe that's where... Maybe well, now he has the nanotech stuff that just comes out of the But screen, that's still so. a good point. So like Tony, what he does, and I guess Batman kind of does the same thing. Um, it's just how they use their money. They're both rich philanthropists, right, that have money and they use Batman's it Batman's selfish. He doesn't hook anybody else up, though. Tony hooks everybody up. Well, he hooked up Robin, but Robin kind of turned on him, so... Plus, I'm not sure there wasn't something going on between them, too. Plus, Batman's parents were killed. Come on. So were Tony's. It's a sad story. That's true. <laughs> By Winter Soldier. That's true. But Tony got to go back in the past and talk to him. Mm. Batman didn't get to do that. Oh, such a great scene. <laughs> when he goes and talks to his dad. Oh, and he says, okay, Jarvis. Oh, oh yeah, Jarvis. So good. <laughs> he says, what does he say? <laughs> they couldn't even think. He was so, uh, I don't, don't want to say starstruck, but so struck by the fact that he was there. He, he was like, starstruck. He's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's like, what's your name? He goes, Howard uh, Potts. Potts. Oh, man. <laughs> Howard Potts. Man, the Thor mom. I'm sorry, we're all over the place. And this is, a, yeah, people are. are probably, Thor mom reunion part. That's Cap not a, just that's looking not a at porno, Peggy. right? Thor mom. No, it's not. Okay. Sorry. Cap seeing uh, Peggy again, and then with um, Tony and his dad. Oh. <laughs> I those were some some pivotal moments Beautiful. in the in the film. Was just when he gets to talk to her and she says, you know, like I'm all, I'll always be here for you, mm-hmm. and she said you're not. I don't know. if She said you're not my Thor. She or she said you're not. She told him to eat salads. She did. Yeah. That was funny. What was the quote she said though? She said, "Um, a hero isn't." What was it? No, she said, oh, people, she said, stop trying to be who, who people want you to be, no, who you're no, supposed no, to be, no, or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm it all up. It's such we got to get quote. this right. She said, don't be who you should be, be who you are. Yeah, and that's kinda hero still... is who you should, yeah, hero isn't who you should be, it's who you are. Yeah. She got the word hero in there. Yeah, so and just... I actually thought that was foreshadowing, because we had those three flashbacks with Thor getting to catch up with his mom, Cap with Peggy, and then um, Tony with his dad. And so in my mind, I was thinking, we're going to lose all three of them. Because they each were kind of foreshadowing this moment to kind of go get that closure, and so I, th- I didn't, I was surprised Thor was able to stick around. But I'm so excited. Yeah, I thought, I thought that too when they all kind of that battle where they all walked in, mm-hmm. and it was, it was the yep. three of them. Yeah, I the thought, Trinity. yeah, they're all gonna die. Yep. So that was, and it, and it kind of led to moments where because they each kind of fought him and they each lost. Mm-hmm. So and especially when Cap, when his shield got just like destroyed. But what did he do, man? <laughs> Tighten that thing one more time with that broken Chopped shell. Here comes Sam. On your left, dude. Did you, did you notice though when he tightened it, that his arm was all sliced open? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I saw it the second time uh-huh. around. When he, I think it looked uh-huh. like it when he tightened it, there was like a line, like a blood. Unless that was his red suit, but I was like, no, suit's blue. So, I'm pretty sure he had a slice in his arm. He just tightened it up. So and just good. Uh, 
yeah, I went to fight some more. Man. Which so kind of messes it up. Where do you get a full shield from? You had to Ooh. get that from the past? Yeah, you got it from the past. shield got destroyed to hell. Yeah, because he left with a hammer and came back with a shield. So we don't know where the hammer is, but he did grab a shield on the way back. With the intention of passing it on. Yeah. And that's that's another comic spinoff, too, is that um, he does, Hawk does become um, Captain America. Falcon, you mean? Or, I just said Hawk. You said DC. I got DC so on the brain. With the, I was with doing the Budapest great. thing, and then I was you just said great. Hawkeye. There's mine. Different. Yeah, that's what it was. I was thinking Hawkeye, and I said Hawk. The idiot. Uh, Falcon. Falcon does become Captain America yeah. in the comics. I had the right idea. You it's did. the wrong yeah. name. You got Hawk. Hawk, Hawk on the brain. <laughs> you got something on the brain. <laughs> so, yeah, but he does. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm wondering, um, and I've talked to some other friends about it too, like wondering. Whether or not he gets powers, or if he just becomes, because I think Falcon, I think Falcon just has like super suits, and so he's like mm-hmm. a more of a robotic uh, mm-hmm. Captain America. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how he does. But well, him and uh, Winter Soldier have a, a TV series going to be on Disney Plus. I didn't know that. Wanda and Vision do, and then Loki has his own. So, so what you're telling me is we're going to have to subscribe to Disney I'm Plus. I'm going to be in Disney immediately <laughs> just to get Lion King. Oh and yes, at six seven bucks a month. Yeah, that's a must. Well, they're going to have Captain Marvel at lunch. So what do you think about that? That's, that's a whole other topic that we could go on and talk about for hours. This is, by the way, probably going to be a two-parter. Just split it. Yeah, we'll split this, this up. It's going to be a split. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are here in part one or part two right now. So either way. So <laughs> the um, going to the uh, Netflix, right? So they're mm-hmm. raising their price. Yeah, they just did. Right? So they just hiked it. I think it was like $2 a month or something mm-hmm. like that. But they're going to lose... NBC, NBC starting their own service, so they're going to lose like Friends, The Office, all that in mm-hmm. 2021. So they're leaving to start their own streaming service. Disney starting their own. Marvel is uh, all those going with Disney, so they're leaving uh, Netflix. Um, and who was it else? Uh, DC started their own they service, did. which I actually subscribed I haven't checked to. that out yet. I Swamp Thing, they just started <laughs> showing the pre- the promos for that, the trailer promos. I'd say you definitely need to watch Titans. Titans, yeah. Um, that's actually really good. It's very dark. And I think I think that's where they're messing up. Before we go back to our conversation about the streaming services, I think that's where DC's messing up. Is DC wrote three different versions. So they wrote the kitty versions, which were written kind of to appease America at the time, uh, which was the you know niceties and Batman puts people in jail and takes them over to the commissioner and you know mm-hmm. never never hurts anyone and uses rubber bullets and. Smoke and all that kind of stuff, but there was a part where Dark Knight comes out. Mm-hmm. So when he was the Dark Knight, Batman was ruthless. He killed people. Like he didn't, he didn't stop and wait to check to make sure it's all right. And he was definitely going after bad guys. Yeah, but he was judge, jury, and executioner. So I think if they released a bat that version of Batman, and I think Ben Affleck's Batman do... was a little bit like that when he um I, I in know, the beginning, the very beginning. Yeah, so he started, and I kind of like that darker, just you know, murdering everybody. Yeah. Type thing. Not that we're for murder, but not for murder. But Batman needs to be murdering bad guys. Yeah, the DC universe is so it's dark. Even when you watch the filming techniques, it's filmed darker. Right. But it just feels like no payoff for that. So you kind of want almost like the Netflix Punisher series, yeah. which is impeccable. And I'm sad that got canceled. But that darkness, of course, is Marvel. But that darkness, and he's taking people out. But it's so intriguing, and it keeps you yeah captured. Well, Marvel did the same thing with Daredevil. Daredevil, right? it was yeah. dark. Yeah. When Fisk is just yeah. destroying that guy's head in the door. Like, yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah it's so it's dark. It's just done right. I don't know. <laughs> just, just Marvel just knows what they're doing. <laughs> but I but I will say, I'm telling you, you got to get yeah, Titan, Titans, yet. Give Titans a, a look because yeah. for the first time Robin has a fight scene. It's in an alley. 
and the first time he comes out, you're like, what did I just watch? Mm-hmm. That was DC. Mm-hmm. So I think that this TV show has done right, and I think they DC's done well with the Flash. Um, I I don't know about this season. They're starting to get a little messed up with their time travel. So much thing. time travel, travel yeah. Um, so I. I think they might be in trouble. Arrow's definitely run its course. Yeah, I was done with um, Arrow after probably two and a half seasons. just felt repetitive. Yeah, at this point, they're trying to jump timelines and go to the future and the past and reveal new store split stories, but yeah. I think it just need to put a nail in the coffin yeah. and put that one to bed. Uh, Black Lightning, I, I, lasted, I lasted about a season. Um, I won't say it's bad. I just didn't put enough time into it Yeah, because it's not connected to anything else. It's and What's a standalone? It didn't, it didn't get yeah, and it didn't it didn't grip me enough to to I don't know from what I took is it's kids doing drugs who get powers and something like that. Is so DC just, Legends still going? Uh, I don't know. And Supergirl? Legends, yeah, Legends is going. Supergirl, Flash, barely Arrow. hanging in there. But Lightning um, is part of the same CW. He's part of the DC Arrowverse, Universe, right? Arrowverse. Arrowverse, but he's not. But he's not. Okay. So, anyways, but going back to that, so the streaming services like we're talking about. Um, man, I guess that's bad news for cable services. I would think, why would you want to pay for cable? Yeah, cable for sure is in trouble. I don't think Netflix is in trouble because of their original content. I think that'll be enough to carry them over because probably 60% of their stuff is original content. Um, it just for the shows that people are still hooked on, but Disney is going to take a a big chunk of their, their, their streaming rights and their television shows, which I was wondering if that's why we lost our Marvel shows with Daredevil getting canceled, Jessica Jones. Cage and uh, Punisher. I'm hoping those are rejuvenated in the Disney side because yeah, they were good. at least um, Daredevil and Punisher, those were just, man, really addicting TV shows and got canceled way too soon. And, may, and maybe it was, like you said, it was just canceled because they knew that they were going to bring on, you know, <coughs> they're going to bring on the Disney part. Disney. So maybe they're moving that to that. So there's, there's going to be <clears> so much. <laughs> I, I don't know. Disney, because. The originals that have come out on Netflix, like some of those movies, mm-hmm. are good enough they could have been in the theater. True, like it's like man, that that's a great film. So I wonder how many Disney Bird releases. Box could have been in theaters. <laughs> yeah, it could. Yeah. So I wonder how many originals get released on Disney like that that we're gonna get to see too. Right. You know, Redbox is doing originals now. Of course, right. they started with Bob Saget. That was their first original. Red Redbox Red original. Yeah, I saw it the other day. Really? I don't know if Bob Saget's gonna be your leading man, but everybody's getting into the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, Disney. I'm excited about that because it's gonna it's gonna backlog all of the Pixar films, the Disney films. Obviously, we have Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff's gonna be on there. So that's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah. So I buy a lot of buy a lot of movies on iTunes, and now more ice. That's his ice cup, guys. Sorry, guys. He just he likes ice. Just be, just be glad, guys, that I don't have ice because <laughs> the way I chew ice, I've heard <laughs> by other people. I've heard the most, too. The, the, one of the most annoying sounds you'll ever hear. Mm-hmm. So I will it's never tough. bring ice into a podcast session. True story. Uh, because it's pretty annoying. They're like, "Are you pregnant?" I I look like it, but no. I'm what not pregnant people chew ice? I don't know. That's they I, do the I, little they do. ice pieces when they're giving birth. Or they like they like ice. Their mouth gets dry. I don't know. That's just it's, during birth, though. I don't know. I've had two kids, but I. Were you in the birth? Were you in the birthing room? <laughs> they pay attention. I I, I was there. Oh. Um, yeah, it was like a blur. I, mm. I walked in, and five seconds later, a kid was screaming. So True. It was, uh, and they haven't stopped. Years later. They're still doing it. They're still screaming. Keep interrupting the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I apologize if there's any sounds. We do have, we are in a podcast room, a studio, whatever you want to call it. A studio. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, just hit my head. Just, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, <laughs> if you guys can only see the videos. But no, we're, I, I'm calling it a studio. 
Um, it's studio-ish, yeah. Get, getting it's, there, yeah. getting there. I like it. It's a separate room in the house, guys. Yes. But it's my studio. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, um, back to the uh, back to that content. I, I don't know. I don't know where the uh, where those streaming services will go or how that's going to, where that'll take off. But uh, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see uh, how, but, you know, Netflix, like you said, has a lot of. A lot of pretty good. Yeah, the original content will keep it, but with Disney just having the Marvel Universe part of it, you gotta have it. Seven bucks a month. Come on. That's the other thing too. You're paying seven for Disney. Seven now. Would you go to NBC and CBS to pay for theirs? Well, with NBC and CBS, I'm not sure what you heard, but I don't think that's going to be a situation to where they remove the rights. I think Netflix will just have to pay them, almost like a royalty type thing. So I don't think that. Um, I know I've heard Office is leaving uh, Netflix, but I don't know that. Because they launch it, they'll lose the rights for it completely. Because honestly, CBS and NBC and ABC right now all have their own streaming um, their capabilities own on the website. So I don't know that it would make Netflix unable to carry their shows. I think they would just have to come up like a royalty type thing because Hulu carries NBC and ABC too. So yeah, I think it'd be something they'd have to pay out. I wonder. I wonder how Hulu does too because they're starting to come out with originals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have yet to watch any of them. Um, actually, the start? act. Actually, you, the act is one I think. You need to start a, with Handmaid's Tale. I've heard about that, dude. I have not seen it though. Amazing. Good. Amazing. I'm not sure. I, I, somebody Season three comes out in June. That it's good, but I've yeah. not seen that. It's brilliant. And that's a Hulu original. A Hulu original. Yep. Now I think the act is a Hulu original too. And that's a series or like a movie, like a, yeah. a mini series. That was actually a documentary off of based off a true story. Obviously, that was on HBO. And I saw the documentary, but I haven't watched the act yet. Documentary, I saw that, and I've watched the show. I'm about two two episodes behind. Okay. Um, but on that, I'm not sure how Phil. Um, that so has Net, um, what's what I mean name? by it is uh, Patricia Arquette, right? Yes. Yes. And I heard she she's really good. Mom, she does yeah. a good job. But the um, so Netflix. Mm-hmm. I have the freedom to binge and watch the whole season in one day, or I can take my time and watch it, you know, over the course of weeks or however I want to do it. Hulu is forcing you to wait. Most of the time. So I watch this episode, I got to wait till the next one comes out. Now, probably at the end of the season, I can go binge it. I think there's, co- there's pros and cons to waiting. So because that, when you binge, what's the first thing you do when you're done with the season after three days? You wish you could you watch get, it. Or yeah, it's over now, and you got to wait a year and a half. Yeah. So the the pro side of a a weekly release is that it's given to you in small baby, spoon fed type thing. Yeah. But yeah, binging is the best. Well, I think of that like with uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. We can't end this podcast without talking about <laughs> Game of Thrones, because that's coming. That's that's a, so this what a weekend we have oh. to end on starting with Endgame. So we've already shed some tears. I remember there was a meme out, or I don't know if I sent it to you. The one where it said, good luck this weekend to all the Starks everywhere, because I knew it was going to be a tough weekend for all the Starks, right? So, from the Stark, uh, Tony Stark being the first one, mm-hmm. and we all, we know how that ended. Spoiler and, alert. Uh, spoiler alert. And uh, so now, the other Starks that are remaining <clears throat> have their battle coming up at Winterfell. They do. And uh, so, man, it's going to be interesting to see, because the White Walkers are there. Spoiler yeah. alert again, guys. Why is that a spoiler alert? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe somebody's still trying to get caught up. So just in case. That's the bad thing, real quick. Let me just jump in because you said <laughs> okay, that. Okay, good. There's so many people jumping on the bandwagon at the last season. The same thing happened with Breaking Bad, where people were all of a sudden Walter White fans in season That's five. True. And so they just pour in and dump on, and then they just they start spouting off like l- the lingo from the Game of World Game of Thrones world. <laughs> so I get it. But this is true. Yeah, I don't if it's a spoiler at this point if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, we're in season eight. If you haven't watched it, it's on it's you. Shame on you. 
Well, that's true. But yeah. That is true. But real quick to your point, the fact that we have the at least a portion of the White Walkers showing up right now in Episode 3 leads me to believe one of two things. First of all, we don't know that the Night King is at Winterfell at all. We don't. If the Night King is at Winterfell and Season 3 is the battle for Winterfell, Winterfell that to me implies the Starks and all those that are helping win, and then the finale would be against Cersei and her armies. That's not likely. What I think is probably more likely is that Night King is not there on tomorrow night, Sunday night. He's actually going to King's Landing. I would love to see the Starks win the Battle of Winterfell. Night King goes to King's Landing, converts Cersei into a walker and all of her people, and then that finale battle is Cersei indirectly, the Night King against the Starks, you know, Targaryens and, and all of the Dothraki and all that kind of people. Because the fact that this battle is happening tomorrow night already, there's still three more episodes after that. So what are those episodes going to be about? That yeah, means true. to me that this one will be one that we win. So, but what if? What if something different happens? And I don't want this to happen. I'm a Daenerys fan, like, all the way. Mm-hmm. Love, love uh, Danny. Even still after this season? I, yeah, I, I okay. like her. I'm, okay, I'm a fan of the Starks. A, let me, let me, you let said me you back wouldn't up. debate me. Let me back up. I like the Starks first and foremost. I've been a fan of theirs since day one, right? Mm. But I love Danny. And maybe that happened after all the Starks started getting killed, mm. right? I mean, uh, Mr. Martin just thinks it's funny to just kill your favorite character. So, um, and really, he's an original writer. I don't know if it's HBO guys that like it more than him, but mm. everybody that you like dies. Mm-hmm. So the Starks, you know, after that started happening, she comes on the scene. She's freaking awesome. I do think, though, that she serves self above others, ultimately. I think it's mostly about her and what she wants, even though she kind of put a line in there this last week talking about, if that was true, would I have come back to take care of John? I'm here for John because he asked me to. That's before instead she of knew that he was going to throw. Mm-hmm. But what, uh, uh, who was it that um, told him when they were in the tombs? He told John, he said, Sam? She, yeah, Sam. Yeah, there you go. Well, Sam tells tells John, he says, would she do it like, you know, you did? Killing his father and his brother? No, he's telling John, would, would she bend the knee to you? Would mm-hmm. she, now knowing this, would she do that? Mm-hmm. Of course not. You know mm-hmm. she's not going to do that. It's not within her character. Okay, so that being said, my thoughts are, what if the Night King is there? Okay. Okay, let's say that he is. They go into war. They fight. He gets all three dragons. Okay. Right? Somehow he takes over all the dragons. I don't think we lose Drogon, but go ahead. But what if we did? We could. That's possible. I'm just going out there. I'm with you. Just going for it. Danny loses. That's all she has. That's it. Okay. Those are her babies. Sure. Does she then... Well, she has the Unsullied, the Dothraki. Yeah, she what do you mean? does, but then does she then, though... But I'm saying like those are her children. She calls, sure. she calls them her children over and over and over and over. Yeah. And they've referenced in Game of Thrones so many times what a mother will do for her children. Mm-hmm. And so what if at that point she gives up and goes to the Night King and becomes the queen with the Night King, in order to eventually rule the Seven Kingdoms. Very far-fetched. It is Mr. very far-fetched, but what if? I but she doesn't truly reign in that instant, because then she would be... Oh, that's true. She He's would answer the Night, the Night King. King, yeah. Good point. But it probably yeah, won't happen. <laughs> I'm but hope, hey, what if? What I don't want, I cannot accept a Daenerys, Snow, married, reign together I ending. Agree. That's way too much Nicholas Sparks. I need <laughs> one of them to turn on each other, and I think it'll be Danny that turns first. Yeah, one I, of them I have to die, because Snow has already died once. I think Danny would be the better choice. But 
if we end up, I think Cersei's dead. We can do a little dead alive. I think Cersei's gone. I think Jamie's <laughs> gone. I think um, uh, Jamie dies now. I don't know if tomorrow or not, but I think by the time the season's over, can we agree? Brienne's done. Brienne's done. Yeah, we we can we can agree on that, right? Oh, I don't know. The Brienne's a half. In the the for, here's on my for sure's on my mind. Okay, let's do that. Cersei's first. for sure gone. Okay. Jamie's dead. Um, John or Danny is gone. I don't think we lose Sansa. I don't think we lose Tyrion. Um, Brienne is probably a 50-50. I'm not really Arya? sure. I don't know with her because she's been on such a, a mission. I, I think the mountain is taken out, and I think I hope we get that mountain hound face-off thing, type thing. Um, nice. I just don't know that the hound can beat him alone. Maybe Arya helps him in some way because I know the mountain is on her list. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the main players. Uh I think, um... Tormund? He's not um, really... He's the, kind of a... Uh, I can't think of his name. Reek. Oh. Theon. Theon I think yes. Theon's gone. I think he's dead. Especially now that he's kind of volunteered to watch Bran in the in the area with the tree. Yeah, um, he's, he's I dead. think those are some of the main ones that... What happens to Bran? How important is he? It depends on how they're going to end the movie. They're going to end the show on a happy ending. Three-Eyed Raven lives. And Night King dies. But if they stay true to George R.R. Martin's vision... A happy ending is not what's built. But I have a feeling being that it's kind of gone away from the books, that we're going to get more of a happy ending, um, especially with all the stuff we've been through. But I just think, I'm saying this now without seeing it, but if we end up with Snow, or Targaryen, I guess, Targaryen and Danny married, having a baby, because she didn't think she'd get pregnant, but I think she will be, and they reign together, and then I can die. She's his aunt, right? Yes. I think that's that's too happy romantic (laughs) for me. To end that way. So I'm hoping that she turns. And she's already shown some little effects to where she's told Sansa she has to respect her. She pulled her hand away when Sansa said, what about the North? So I'm hoping that that's setting up for Danny to turn heel to be a bad guy. I don't know if she's going to join the Night King like you're saying. But at least <laughs> turn bad to where it's more about, like you mentioned, she's been self-centered in this focus of reigning. Whereas Snow is parallel to the other side. He wants nothing to do with any titles at all. So I think that that's going to be something that comes up. So what happens then to your theory if Snow dies and then they have to then go from there to King's Landing to take it over, right? I don't think Snow's going to die again. But but if he did, okay. but if he did in this battle, then at that point she would have to then take everybody from you Winterfell. Oh, you're asking if Snow's going to die tomorrow? Yeah, Snow dies tomorrow. No let's, just, let's just say he did, though. I, I don't think he's he going to. But, but no, just right. I mean, this is a stark death weekend, right? It might be. So if let's just say that he gets taken out, I think right? the Starks survive. But go ahead. I hope they do. Go ahead. I mean, so we've already lost we, enough Starks for if, the weekend. If we lose snow good. tomorrow, go ahead. But if we now, guys, this is probably airing, or this is this episode's airing after the oh, fact. Oh yeah, so we're we are so what we're answer. what we're talking about right now. You guys already know the answer. Like, Those guys are wrong, of course. So this is this is being recorded before this weekend's episode. So just for. Uh, Timeline, so we've been talking about that so yeah. much. <laughs> so just for the timeline, you guys understand, um, we're talking about we're 24 the hours episode, in yeah. what is the episode, episode, episode airing, three. the episode airing Sunday, April 28th, um, that's the episode, episode three, that's what we're talking about, um, but by the time you guys hear this, it's already happened, so you know whether we're right or wrong, that's kind of cool, Yeah. Um, but so the, my thoughts were saying that if, if in the battle that's coming up tomorrow, like when they fight, if John were to die, sure. hypothetically, I'm going with you. Um, then Danny, then she survives, 
and she wants to take all the soldiers in the army, whatever's left, to on to King's Landing, mm-hmm. right? Because let's assume that's where the Night King is, right? And so somehow death and everything's going that way. Sansa's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. So then she tells Sansa, hey, I'm taking this. Sansa says no. Well, she's going to kill Sansa, and then she takes everything and goes. So you're saying we're going to lose Sansa and John? We could. What it's, is this situation? I, it sounds like a George R. R. Martin type situation. So <laughs> it does, but he's not really in charge anymore. So if he still, if they're still pulling from the book material, possibly that's. I mean, anything's possible with Thrones, but that just seems so far the other direction that I think the players we lose tomorrow night are more along the Theon, Jamie, yeah, um, Ser Jorah. Uh, what else did I say? But if you're a reek, don't you kind of fall on the sword at this point? I, mean, I don't know. I, I kind of hold in my twisted mind that Theon has one more twist the other direction. What do you mean? Like and he, he takes out Bran. Yeah. Oh. Because his story arc, it, I don't think it will happen, but his story arc has been somebody that you loved, you hate it, you felt bad for it because he's got his dong chopped off, <laughs> then he saved Sansa, and then he turned on his sister... And then he rescued his sister, and now he's back at Winterfell. So his story, which is, that's, th- that's how you watch Game of Thrones. That's why you know it's such a great show. The, they're taking you on these emotions with this person that you could not stand to where you're like, oh my God, this guy's my hero. That's how you know storytelling is done the right way. But if he had one more twist of, because he quickly volunteered, let me defend you, which again, I don't think he's going to turn one more time. That'd be too crazy. But that would be something inside that I would be very like, ooh, evil little bastard. <laughs> Bastard's not a cuss word. That's like that's, that's, that's that's a guy not, without a father. This is an explicit episode. Theon doesn't have a dad. He doesn't. He that's doesn't. true. He is a bastard. He is. <laughs> I mean, that's in the Bible. It's true. Um, that's right. He does. But he knew his dad was. Come on. Who are your for sure's deaths? Uh, Brienne. Of you Tarth. really think she's going to die? I think After just, she just with got the knighted? way she knighted, she turned and smiled. That smirk. I was like, she's done. Uh, Jamie for sure. Okay. I think the moment he showed up at King's Landing, he was done. Oh, King's Landing? You idiot. <laughs> at the moment he showed up at the North, uh, when he rode in, I was like, yeah, that dude's he's done. Just the way Brand looked at him, I was like, yeah. Well, the fact that I, he's gotten full retribution now to where he's made yeah. all right, now it's time for him to yeah. check out. I think with him, the way that the way that I envision him dying will be, you know, it'll probably be a moment where he saves Brienne or he does something. It'll be like a... Uh, he'll go out sacrificial type yeah thing. where we're like oh he was a good guy after all because he's the same thing with his character where you loved him you hated him I still don't love him of, I'm a guy that's still I, I'm, I'm, there's I'm, been some times where he's done some stuff where I was like hey he's he's well, well, like he raped his a, sister at his son's nah, funeral okay well he did I didn't say everything he did I said there were <laughs> moments where he did stuff where you're like maybe he's not so bad I, I think we've forgiven Jamie too uh, quickly <laughs> myself well the stuff he did for Brienne like she was gonna get raped and he didn't allow it and he didn't touch her himself he could have, and he lost his arm for her. He saved her from the bear. So that's how he, he lost his arm for her. So thinking about some of that, and maybe that was him just trying to get retribution. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he pushed Brian out the window because he was ha- sleeping with his own sister, and he got busted. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, he's a pretty bad dude. And Joffrey's <laughs> funeral, what he did to his sister? Oh, yeah. That's... She said no. No means no, Tim. Yes, that's true. That's true. Good point. Good yeah, point. I think they chopped off his hand for us to fill Simmons. And I felt bad for Jamie, but also what he did to... Um, he kind of deserved it. The punishment fit the crime. I can't think of the Stark's mom's name. Starts with the L. I thought it was Caitlin or Catelyn. Oh, was it Catelyn? You're right. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of the sister. So with Catelyn, he was also captured. Jamie was. And the just the word... And it wasn't anything physical, but the word games he was playing with her when he was captured and kind of teasing her and the whole thing against Rob Stark. So Jamie... I know he's tried to save himself, but he's way still bad guy in my mind. 
So when he dies, I won't feel as bad, I don't think. You won't feel the emotional, like, like this weekend, like, crying. Right, as far as, like, seeing Sansa, whose story has, she's been on the other end of all the abuse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I I, don't think she deserves to die. I think she deserves something good to happen in her life. I see her ending up reigning somehow. I don't That'd know. be nice. Yeah, that'd be actually nice for for her. Yeah. Um, what do you think about? Just because there was so much, to me, it wasn't controversial. To me, I know what you're about to say. She's grown up, right? I thought it was very controversial <laughs> because was it was like watching your kid kiss. Someone I guess that's true. Because we like started true. with her at. Well, she's been on the show for what ten years? She was. She's twenty two right a now. Child. When so it she was started, like 12, 13 right? when it 12, started. Yeah. So it's like watching your kids' first interaction physically. Um, mm, I so, don't think about it like that. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But I thought, she's an adult. She's... Now, if it was my child? Well, yeah, sure. To like a no. kid. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, and, and, and I guess, I guess you're right when you, so. We literally watch, have watched her grow up on the yeah, show. Yeah, you've watched her grow up. So that's up. the I part guess of that's the, the way the part connection. I look at it. But the part that makes me, the, the, the segue to that is, though, is that nobody complained when she went in and sliced the guy's throat open and killed the guys and cooked him and put him in pie and served him to everybody. Mm-hmm. She's a kid doing that. Sure. So that we'll was accept, acceptable. We accept, as a society, kid violence a lot quicker that's than, what, than children's sex. <laughs> well, but she's not a child. She's not. But we, so. I think we see her in the same lens. Again, not controversy. I just felt, should I look away? Like, what would I do right now? Babe, tell me what's okay. over. Okay, like, I, I, did, like have, I yeah. did have a moment. It's not like the same thing like if you that. watch Danny have a sex scene to which I was pausing it. <laughs> it was different with <laughs> with Macy because you're like, wait, I guess that's what true. I do here? Because in my mind, I did. I, if I'm being honest, I Googled her age at the minute after I yeah, watched it. Yeah, it felt it. weird, right? How old is she? Okay, she's 22. Okay, yeah, it just okay. felt weird. And it was done tactfully, I guess. A little aggressive. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to be the Red Witch. Lay down. Right, and, right. But what about her face afterwards? <laughs> she looked like maybe Podrick finished before <laughs> yeah, she was I, there. I <laughs> she looked a little annoyed. Yeah, she did. Her face actually kind of looked off. Yeah, like so maybe I, that was always all what it's meant to be. I don't know. I a don't man, know. a man has no sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I also kind of thought, what if it's not Arya? I've always thought. Oh my that. god! Like the Those little finger. He just banged <laughs> Podrick. <laughs> Not either. It's the other girl, or what if it is the faceless man? He's on his own own little mission. What do you think? The only be reason. The only reason I think that might not be true is the emotional connections that she had with other people. Oh yeah, I think it's how hard. could there's no way that he could know that. Yeah. So I think that theory is kind of busted. But it, but it would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. I think that's we've been seeing Arya, I believe, since yeah, she was Walter so Frey. What do you think about her weapon? I think that's going to come into play. Yeah, I think I, I mean it's definitely a weapon. It's got dragon glass on it. I think that it's detachable. I wonder what. Yeah. They just spend a lot of time talking about it, pointing out that little diagram. Yeah. It's going to do something. I just don't. I think I'm grateful for the little, <laughs> I just have to say this, and then we'll go back to serious about the weapon. But mm-hmm. have you seen the meme going on about Theon? Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if I have. So it has Theon going to Podrick. Is it Podrick? Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So he's going to Podrick, and he hands him a piece of paper, and he says, can you make this? And you look at it as a picture of a wooden penis. And so he's basically, okay. basically asking him to make funny. him one. Yeah. I, I, it was hilarious. Mm. I know it's so wrong. I feel bad for him. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, poor but anyways, guy. What back a to rough it. way to yeah. lose it, too. I, <laughs> I talked know. about that in my in my Game of Thrones top moments on my episode. Man. <laughs> but he's eating the sausage, and he's like, oh, yeah, no. Well, well, I'm talking about how he actually took it. He got the aroused oh. and then cut it. I feel those two girls came in to give him a bath. That's right. So he waited until he was aroused and then chop, chop. Oh. Mm, poor yeah, I forgot how. That's right, he did do that to yeah. her. Yeah, that dude was... Uh, okay, so... Okay, 
Let's let's answer. Let's do this. So we'll talk about first answering your question about what we think the weapons for. Yeah. But then let's circle back to um, who did you hate the most over all the seasons? So okay. so first uh, the weapon detachable. Um, I think it's going to be something to do with. Um, I don't why know. is it detachable? That's why I have to try. I'm trying to figure out. Your first thought is dragon, but right. it's not big enough. I mean, because even um, Bron was trying to take out Daenerys dragon with that big old giant spear gun type thing. So yeah. I don't think it's that. I just don't know why she wants it to be detachable. I haven't. And there was a in some of the promos, there were the creators of the show were saying that Arya's new weapon is going to be a game changer. Hmm. So I just, I just don't know. Even when she got it, it was pretty impressive looking, but it just didn't look like something that was going to you know, blow people away. It's not like long claw or anything. And so I'm yeah. curious of what the detachable Unless portion. it's something where it has like a trigger on it and it shoots out and then she can bring it back. I yeah. don't know. Like the hammer. Uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe, maybe she's going to command lightning. Maybe. I'm curious. Anyways. <laughs> so there's that. All right. So going back to the other part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to think of who I didn't, I disliked or who I, had some hatred for it maybe a little bit. So there's Joffrey's on the list. Sure. There's uh, Ramsey. Ramsey definitely on the list. Um, you know, so they fit some pretty horrible characters. Um, Tywin. Walter Frey. Walter Frey. Um, yeah. Tywin, the Lannister father. Yeah, oh, that dude. <clears throat> I, I think he got a good, man. The toilet. <laughs> Tyrion taking yeah. him out on the toilet with the crossbow. That was... Speaking uh, of that, what do you think Bronn's going to do with that crossbow? Yeah, he's, that... he's been tasked with <coughs> taking out the brothers. Yeah, so... And he's now, all about gold. The, he's, now, now he's hung with them, but he's all about gold. Now what about? I think he has no problems killing Jamie. I think he has a problem killing killing Tyrion. Unless the price is enough, she gave Maybe. him a wagon full of gold. Maybe I don't know. But then again, I mean, it. I think it all depends if your theory is right and if he knows what's going on. Because I think maybe he gets there to kill them, and then they explain to him, "Hey, all the gold in the world isn't going to matter pretty soon." And maybe he, because he's he's also a logical guy sure. too. Yeah. Um. So. It's not too logical, in my opinion, because he was just having a foursome um, in the in the brothel while he knew the white the whites were coming. So, the walkers. This is not a prejudice show. Um, he knew the walkers were coming. So I don't know. I, I, he's a little bit of a crapshoot to where he can go either way. I almost spit my drinks Sorry all over that. you. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, back to who I, back to your list of hating. Yeah. So. So, yeah, he's definitely on there. So I think okay. So out of the two. I, I think my top two would be Joffrey and Ramsey. Those mm-hmm. are the top two that I think are like the m- most villainous that I just disliked overall more than anyone else <clears throat> in the whole series. Sure. So, and then out of the two, I would say Ramsey was probably sometimes I would think he was worse, but you know, remember Joffrey, the part when uh, what's his, we were just talking about him. I can't remember his name. The guy we're talking about, Bron, you know, with the crossbow, Joffrey. Bron has a crossbow now. That's yeah, Bron. Yeah, 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 Bron, Bron. So Bronn is the one that goes to, I think it's him and Tyrion have a conversation, mm-hmm. and they basically say that Joffrey's problem is, Bronn tells him it's because he needs to get some, he's of age. Yeah. So they send the prostitutes into him, and he freaking kills he one of them. beats him to death. Yep. Yeah, doesn't he kill him? Yeah. Doesn't he shoot he one with a crossbow? Yeah, well, he's beating one, he's having, he have, ah, he's having the girl spank her and hard and hard with that stick, and then he shoots him, shoots him with the crossbow. Yeah. Right, so the crossbow again. Yeah. So, like... He did some pretty disgusting things. Yeah. He, you know, to Sansa especially. Also beheaded Ned. Yeah. 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 Not literally Not him, but he, but yeah. you know, he put the order out. He also unbelievably tortured Sansa. Right. So he's a horrible dude. And then yeah. you have Ramsay who uh, kills his dad, right? Mm-hmm. Stabs the his hell out of him. His own father, though. Yeah. Right. And Which then after... I wasn't a big Bolton fan, but go ahead. Right. No, I didn't like the guy either. Michael or his dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the Boltons aren't that great in, in True. opinion. But so yeah, so he takes out his dad, and then he takes out his stepmom and the baby. That was horrible. The dogs. Remember, his stepmom comes. Oh, down his own and, stepmom. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah I, I don't really count the evil. You're right, but I don't count the reason I would hate Ramsey that he took out his family. But he did, yeah. But I'm did. saying, like, kind of like we're talking about. What know, a line, Joffrey, too. Like, Do you remember the, the, the line things? when um, he, um, Bolton's dad tells Ramsey that she's pregnant? He goes, How do you tell? Because she was so fat. Oh, oh man. So great. Good. <laughs> but yeah. He's just a. He, he's, now, I will admit that I did like some of the one liners that Ramsey said. Sure. Even though they were evil, I was like, That's dang. Yeah. Again, like, yeah, kind of lasting, you're like, Dang, yeah, Ramsey's just... evil for me didn't really start. Even with um, um, Theon stuff, I thought it was horrible, but I wasn't like, oh my god, he's so evil. <laughs> was it evil? Because Theon was evil to me because he turned on the Starks. This is so true. So it was a, a one for one. Ramsey's evil really didn't start until he made Theon watch when he raped Sansa. Yeah. And then when he killed, of course, um, uh, what's some Snow's, Jon Snow's little brother, can't remember his name, um, at the Battle of the Bastards when he shot oh, the arrows toward the run. yeah. So Ramsey was evil, but I still... I think, in my own opinion, <clears throat> Joffrey is eviler, more evil, <clears throat> because of Ned, what he did to Sansa, and then we he's mentioned the girls he slept with and stuff like that. So I, I felt that Joffrey was more evil, because a lot of Ramsay's evil was done in his own circle until he started branching out, but... You know, be honest, if you put them both up on, you know, on the on the, the top there, they're, they're pretty dead even. Right. I felt a bigger blow when we lost Joffrey because I was like, oh, and I love to hate him. And then, then we got um, Tommen, his brother, who was just a puss. Can I say puss? <laughs> it was just nothing. And so I just felt bad. And I was happy when yeah, Ramsey stepped in because some evil came back. And actually, since Ramsey's dead, there hasn't really been so, evil. So you think it would have been different if Joffrey was in charge when the whole religion thing built up? You think Joffrey would have just killed them all? Because I didn't, I, I didn't understand in that no, I don't time think so. why Tommen was so afraid. Why did why he wouldn't engage? Like he wouldn't kill him. He wouldn't because he would. He went in there with yeah. all of his guard, and his guard drew their swords, and then yeah. those other guys came out like they were going to fight. I don't but, know. I don't know that Joffrey would have handled that any differently because the sparrows, for whatever reason, seemed to have some type of additional outside protection. Okay. So even worse, they broke Cersei down. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. So that was kind of weird how powerful that they were. Yeah. Um. And, of course, she took him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still using, uh, what was it, the... the I always forget the name of the... Dragonfire? Wasn't that what it's called? No, not Dragonfire. I thought that's what it was called. It was the green stuff. You're right about Budapest. You're not right about... It is the green stuff. <laughs> I thought it was called oh, Dragon's was... Breath or Dragonfire <laughs> or... I don't know. Something fire. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what this one what was called. did Cersei use... To blow up. Here we go. <laughs> uh, it wasn't called that. What was it called? Oh my Moonshine. God, no. Wildfire. Jeez, that's Wildfire. <clears throat> it was okay. even hard. Not dragon fire. She has some dragons. I don't know. I, I knew it was fire. Anyways, I, I've kind of rabbit trailed off. I put Joffrey a little ahead, just in my own experience with the show, than Ramsey, but they're both. They're both bastards. They're both bastards. <laughs> Literally, Ramsey. Ramsey is, but not Joffrey. Sure. Well, Joffrey is too because he didn't really know who his dad was. He thought Baratheon. Well, he didn't know, but he had a dad. Yeah, but he didn't bastard. know. That's a bastard. You don't know who your dad is. I thought she didn't have a dad. Illegitimate child. They don't know who their father is. You don't know everything, Tim. I might be wrong. I don't know. Alexa, what is a bastard? Let's see what she says. 
I'd rather not answer that. Mm. She doesn't want to answer. Well, she's really offended by the <laughs> she, word. <laughs> she's explicit. <laughs> or she doesn't like it. Sorry, we've used that word a few times. I'm going to have to put an E on this episode. Mm. What does E mean, by the way? What do you say E? Isn't it for explicit, an E? Oh, I thought it was like you put like, I don't know what the hell you're I don't know. I just... I oh, just yeah, because there's only clean and explicit when they Yeah, yeah sorry. Right. I always have to put explicit because I slip up one time. I'm going to have to on this one. Sorry. Uh, I brought on the cus- cus Well, man. if the kids want to listen to podcasts, what's next is for you. If the adults want to listen to podcasts, <laughs> just breathe because we're all explicit. <laughs> Although Tim just admitted that he enjoyed watching Macy Williams <laughs> that, and her sex scene. <laughs> I did not say that I enjoyed it. You it's guys true. heard. You, that's a, that, the true. beauty of this is that it's recorded. That's I true. did not say My that. Bad. It was like, I'm not going to be like Clinton. I, I think that is not. his last sex scene of the series, though. Is it really? Nobody's going to have well, any I'm more not time for sex. watching anymore, then. Yeah, that's true. Now, they, well, there's always time for one last one kiss. One more? One more go? That's a mask reference. What um, do you think the plan is with Cersei and her baby and then pretending that... Is the baby... It's not really his, but I think that I think she is going to do that. I think she is going to pretend that pretend, it's his baby. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's for protection or if that's for just in case... Or that's her backup plan, mm-hmm. maybe. Because that was the other thing that was kind of weird, too, where I I would have liked for her to take her stance like she did. Like, she said, you know, you don't... Basically, I don't remember I don't remember exactly how she said it, but it was basically, you don't talk to a, a queen that way. No, know, she said, if you want a whore, pay oh, for her. If you want was. a queen, earn it. That's what it was. But, but then think, she turns around and lets him have it. So, But I believe the reason she let him have it was so she had that story and then to say, this is where it's from. I don't think right. she went back on her, if you want a whore, pay for it. I think she did that to say this was his child. Because, again, I think Jamie is about 102% a goner. Yeah. And so, of course, Tyrion knows that she's pregnant as well. Right. And they had that conversation to where Tyrion said, was that a lie too? And Jamie said no. So Tyrion knows the truth of that. And I think Tyrion lives. Yeah. But I think the only reason she let him back into the room was so... So how do you feel about him? Who? Tyrion. What about him? So I, I've always liked him. Sure. Like I've always felt like he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Because in every scenario that he's been in, and he's been in a lot of bad ones. You know, he's the only one of the, I think, the only or one of the only actors that's had um, dual scenes with all the main characters. Really? Yeah. Like, not everybody's so, been with Danny, not everybody's been with Sansa, not everybody's been with Cersei, not everybody's been with Jamie. He's one of the main ones. So what if plot twist, he's a Targaryen? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what if he's not really a dwarf? <laughs> I've been faking it the whole time, guys. <laughs> I took my knees in these really big <clears throat> boots. <laughs> uh, anyways, what are you saying about, about about being a good guy? No, I was just saying he's a, he's a good guy, but I've heard people say they don't like him, and I don't know if it's just because you know maybe he's a dwarf. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why you would like. I didn't dwarfs. like him in uh, um, Infinity War. <laughs> I wasn't I that. either. I wanted to see his hands. No, that was weird. I didn't. I didn't like the whole thing. But uh, no, <laughs> I took my hands. I took my hands. <laughs> it's not your hands. It's in your mind. Um, we're going back to Marvel. I love he it. He needs a... We always got to go back to it. <laughs> he goes, you're going to die. He, he goes, only if I die. Breaker. Yeah. That's what dying means. Yeah, that was kind of weird, like, for him to have that, like, that uh, Aquaman voice. Yeah, he had like, the voice. What are you doing? Wasn't that for he him? He kind of looked like Aquaman. He had a beard, really? long hair, and he grunted. And I was just thinking about the casting, because they came to him and said, hey, we know you're a dwarf, and we're not going to cast in, like, some type of fantasy thing. We're going to actually make you super giant. <laughs> Which is just like an insult to say, well, I can't be giant. So I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> you're a giant dwarf. You're, gi- you're a giant dwarf. <laughs> is that even, okay, uh, see, we finally found oxymoron. a moment that MCU pissed us off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think Tyrion lives. I don't know why people don't like him. I like uh, he's him. He's done the right thing in 
every scenario that he's been placed in, from his father to Sansa to Snow to Danny, yeah, he's always been the the one that's kind of been able and actually been able to tread the line because he's even been face to face with Cersei yeah. after the betrayal and still walked away. Although he's made some ignorance mistakes by believing Cersei and doing things like that. But I think it's always been for the greater good. So I don't know which, why people would like him. Danny was willing to just drop him after all <clears> that he's done for her. So that that does kind of take it back. Sorry to go back to that point that you said earlier. That's why my Danny she, turns hill moment. She, I hope it's coming. You're probably right because thinking now thinking about it, yeah, she was ready to turn on him like that, you know. And if it wasn't for you know uh, uh, Joran, mm-hmm. is it Joran? Yeah, for him to come in and say, hey, you know. He, he did this, this, this. And whatever. the reason that moment is so powerful is because he's next in line to be Hand of the Queen. Right. So the fact that he was able to say that, and that's why I think it turned Danny's mind. But I want Danny to go hill. If we, this is almost like an old WWE, WCW <laughs> wrestling thing. We, I wanted to turn. We don't want it, but we want it if it's going to make sense. She has to turn somehow to where she uproots things. So hmm. we'll see. So I wonder what happens, and maybe that <clears throat> happens after the battle. So they go to battle together. Yeah, I think they win tomorrow night with cost. Okay. I think we lose people for sure, but I think they win whatever has happened at Winterfell, and then the main event. I am rooting for a Cersei trans. I mean, a, what do you call it? Converted, <laughs> Cersei transgender. Transgender. <laughs> a Caitlyn transgender. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, I, I'm hoping for a Cersei. What do you call it? When they change them Cersei, into oh she, converted she, uh, changes Com- converted yeah. to Walker that's a little bit far out there but Trans that would Walker. be really cool because yeah. I think that's the only chance that King's Landing has is if the Night King is backing them up. So we are going with our list is uh, let's see Tim's list versus Paul's list that's of what, what death do. yeah who we think and then we'll we'll just see what happens. So I say Brienne. Now we're talking about the end of the season or just tomorrow? Tomorrow. I oh, say tomorrow. We lose Brienne, Jamie. No way. I think we lose Brienne and Jamie tomorrow night. Okay. And, I mean, Brienne, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think we lose those two. That's and, it? And I think maybe Tormund. No. Yeah, I think so. He's going to pound Brienne before it's over, dude. <laughs> They've been building that you just up said, too much. You just said that was the last sex scene, though. Uh, no, we're not going to know about it or see it, but they're going to pound. Also, it'll be like, it the happens. big woman here. No way, dude. That's not going away. <laughs> No All way. right, who do we lose tomorrow night then? Tomorrow, I, I agree with Jamie. We lose Jamie tomorrow night. Okay. I forgot my list Sacrificially, now. I think. I, I think we lose um, Theon. Okay. I forgot my list. Uh, yeah, everybody else I was talking about by the end of the show, tomorrow is a little bit harder to predict. I would say Jamie and Theon for sure tomorrow night. Mm. Try to think who else I is there. Tonight, and I say Brienne and Jamie. I don't, I don't know that they'll... Uh, the, the scene being knighted sets only, up. There's only loser, three episodes left. I think so she lives. Why, I don't think she dies at all. That's yeah, a possibility. I think she lives with Armand. Where is the red woman at, by the way? Well, there's multiple. Yeah, but the one, the one that brought Snow back? Them, where, what happened Yeah, well, that? she bounced, especially after um, oh, Joran right, told after he her. Came back, not Joran, but um, what's his face? After he found out she burned the girl at the stake. I forget the names. But she, So she's just gone? Yeah, she's, yeah he told her not to come back. He ever come back. Actually, Snow told her, if you come back again, yeah. huh. I'll kill you. But, crazy but I think she'll be that. back at some point. I just don't know what for. That's what I would think. Because I know, yeah, there was the other one that appeared in verse... I can't say it. Versailles. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm talking about. She appeared to uh, Varys. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm probably getting mixed with his name. You're talking um, about the Munich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Versace. The other. His name is Versace. Versace on the floor. Versace on the floor. 
Okay, His so... His bars are on the floor. <laughs> he doesn't have none no more. <laughs> All right, so Jamie Theon for Paul. Jamie Theon Brand tomorrow. Jamie for me. So let's, let's just leave it with tomorrow. We know that there's more after that. But uh, we're just... That's our predictions. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Somebody better die. Because we've had two episodes of setting stuff up, which, again... In the moment, I wanted to hurry up, but I think we're going to appreciate that. We yeah. need, we needed that moment, especially last week with the everybody gathering together and the reminiscing and the nighting. We needed that, but I just I wanted it to go further. But yeah. somebody's going to die tomorrow, and I, mean, I also predict the Night King is not at Winterfell. You, oh, you predicted that. You did say that. I don't think he's there. I I don't know. I don't Do you know. remember the the vision that Bran had when he was messing with the Three Eyed Raven, and one of the visions he had was. King's Landing, and in that vision we saw a dragon's shadow fly over King's Landing. Now, we don't see the dragon, so we don't know if it was one of Danny's or the Night King's, but there is a dragon shadow flying over King's Landing, and a dragon hasn't been there yet, outside of the whole dragon pit when they first met up. So, that's where I'm pulling some of my hopes that the Night King is actually taking some of his forces and he's going to King's Landing, because that vision has to come up. Nothing in Game of Thrones has ever shown or done or spent time on that doesn't circle back. So that's why I'm pulling from that. I hope that the king, I'm sorry, the Night King is going to King's Landing to fight, convert something, and then shows back up because Bran had that vision and we haven't seen why he had it yet. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm curious or anxious to see how, like you said, the Three-Eyed Raven, how that all plays out and uh, what, what he ends up doing because, and it's kind of weird, he keeps saying that, you know, his who he is is dead. He's dead. He's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Only the three-eyed raven remains, and all that's all that's important. And so the stuff that he tells him, like, I'm wondering how much we still don't know or understand about that character. Mm-hmm. So, lots to come. So it happens. <coughs> Excuse Four me. episodes left. A lot of stuff. Well, guys, uh, we spent a lot of time talking. We went from MCU to talking about We DC went from nerd to, to more nerd. Yeah. We, did. yeah we, we didn't really get off of nerd at all. Uh, this kind of shows you what we're uh, what we're made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's plenty of other stuff. We got a lot of depth. You listen to plenty of our other episodes. I've got a lot of seriousness in mine. Um, Paul has some serious stuff in in his um, stuff. We'll talk about in our past. I mean, he's he's already shared a lot. Um, again, guys, go check him out. He's uh, on Anchor as well. Um, what's your podcast info again there? So you can find me on the same platform: Spotify, Apple, Google, and all the other ones. Uh, Just breathe is the name of the podcast. Facebook is the quickest way to get to all of the links that I've shared so far. Facebook.com forward slash Just Breathe PD. You can find all the links and a little kind of short synopsis of what the episodes are like. Yeah, so, and, and I've enjoyed listening to his episodes. I haven't listened to all of them yet, so. Yeah, I'm, I heard. I heard, I heard about that. I'm not going to lie on my podcast. I hope, the, uh, I hope the Night King gets you. <laughs> but I have listened to the ones I've listened to have, have been really great. Um, and like I said, a lot of... A lot I've of listened his, to all of Tim's, by the way. He has. Now... Of course, to, he only has six, to, to and I have fair. about 40, but <laughs> exactly, still. Exactly. I was like, to be fair, the number uh, that we have out there, um, Paul's cranking them out. Um, so there's definitely a lot of content available on his. You could probably binge mine in one to half a day. Um, but uh, he does, uh, like I said, some of his go from uh, childhood situations to current state to... And it's like kind of he covers some topics that I do, mm-hmm. um, and then he has lighter side. So you guys check him out. Um, this is an opportunity for you to know him um, a little bit, and uh, we do plan to do this as often as we can to uh, sure. have some co-podcasts. It's fun. Um, so continue, continue to follow my show. Check him out. Follow him. 
Um, hopefully we can, uh, you guys like what you hear, let us know. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, um, I'm still working on the Facebook. I'm actually probably going to launch a new page. <coughs> Excuse me. So it'll be out there. It's coming soon. Um, but you can hit me up an email. Uh, what's next podcast? W-H-A-T-S-P-O-D-K-A-S-T at gmail.com. So what's next podcast? Um, you can email me there. Or um, you can go to Facebook, but right now it's under another um, page that I had for a band. And so I'm probably actually just going to delete that and restart over um, because Facebook won't let me change the name for whatever reason. So it's looking like I might have to make some changes there. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, So till next time, keep listening, and uh, we'll see you then. Later. What's next? (laughs) 